sit back and relax with us in Train Kickers Podcast. I'm Dave, and along with my co-hosts Dan and Steve, we're going to take you all around the world of miniature wargaming. On tonight's episode, Steve was called away to watch a dog or something like that, he told us. So instead, Dan and I are going to be talking some Conquest. Um, originally, we had some ideas of doing a variety of other things, and we'll make sure we have Steve on for what will become officially episode 100 whenever we get to that. So, they said for tonight, what we want to do last Thursday, um, Parabellum Games had a happy hour that they do about 4 o'clock Eastern, um, not, we're not in Eastern Standard Time, Eastern Daylight Time we're in right now. So, they do that for about an hour, and they released there that they were going to do some updates. They were primarily focusing on three factions, the Spires, the Nords, and Dwegholm, with maybe a sprinkle of some changes for some other factions. They also showed off some models and some things coming up as well. I did miss part really of cool, that. Really cool, I would say really cool models, actually. I ended up having to teach because they ran into overtime on that, and by the time I got to class, I had to take my headphones out and all, but... Uh, I was. I, I looked at the pictures later, and essentially they showed the upcoming catalog is what they really did. Yeah. So we're going to talk about the changes, and you know our thoughts on those and all of that. Um, this, I'm not. This might release it technically as episode 99, or it might release a conquest corner. I have decided which because we have to talk after this and figure out what we want to do for episode 100. And I don't want to get us there and then not know what to do and and be having that as an issue. So um, <laughs> we'll see exactly how this is entitled. But otherwise, onto the show. All right, what are you hobbing on in, instead of uh, paying close and close attention? Oh, I'm playing close attention. No, I, I got a got an a un not unreleased model. That's not the word I'm looking for. No, a, probably not. No, no, a, a model that an it, out of print. Corv- out of print. That's what it is. There you go. That Corvus the literally the exact. Yeah. Well, unreleased, sort of in a way, but exact opposite. Sort yeah. of in a way, but uh, yeah, no. Uh, Corvus Belly doesn't release this model anymore. It's actually one of my favorite models they did for Pano. Mm-hmm. Um. It, you can't see it now because it's not finished, but it's essentially this, uh, it's an order sergeant with a spitfire, but he's like dashing. He's, you know, like football players when they, when they like, you know, they juke, right. Yes. They'll put their front foot forward and then they'll juke the other way. Absolutely. So that's essentially what that's he's doing, juke. but the spitfires like holding being held out mm. and he's got a knife in their hand. It's just, it's a really cool, like, I don't know maybe if you could see the body here. Uh, a little bit. Not. So it's maybe when you get some arms on, so it, it's yeah. action pose and, and infinity is quite yeah. good for that. They, don't do even when they do static they tend to be doing something like their their hackers yeah. tend to have an arm forward because they're you know doing hacking something you know hacking yeah. something, doing all that because almost looking the way they paint them up almost looking like a spell caster really yeah and so yeah i picked it up finally it was i found it because they're always out of uh, out of print stuff is always so fucking expensive it can um, be if it's a good thing it can be yeah and so i was really glad to pick this up for basically model price a little cheaper than model price nice. i get because i guess the store was just selling it off the shelves um and yeah i just can't wait to uh, paint him up and use it because he's such a such a cool looking model this is actually again this is one of my favorite favorite models that they've ever kind of produced um just because it just it looks cool honestly yeah. i think it was one of the first models i put together too back in the day hmm Puts a smile on my face. A little nostalgia. Anyway. Yeah. That's, that's I, I, what I, I still have my box of 26 <laughs> to, to crack open. I got glue on, what was it, Saturday, whatever day. I went in and played board games on Saturday. So I got glue that I needed. And then. Oh, what'd you play? Um, What did we Ticket start? No. no, no. I'm I, I mean, we could. I don't know if the store has a copy. And I don't actually own a copy. <laughs> the store no. does have a copy. No, we me. played uh, Terraforming Mars Ares Expedition, <gasps> which is the card <gasps> game form of it. Rather than the full giant board, it's a card game form of it. I love Terraforming Mars. Yeah. How so, is the card game version of it? 
I honestly, overall, I prefer it. And the reason I prefer it is it gives you most of the feel with good simplifications that mean the game runs faster and some ways to help smooth it out. So normal terraforming Mars, if you have all the expansions, you are in for a multi-hour thing. And the biggest key there is I take my turn, I do essentially one or two actions, then you go and take your turn, we keep going around. And when I'm entirely done, so I've done everything I can do because there's a, maybe I can do a lot this round and maybe you can't. But when you've run out of things to do, you're going to sit there and wait until everyone else has done all their stuff. And there's times when you could wait 15, 20 minutes because I might have gotten a bunch of cards out that give me action. So I did one action, then I do another. So there can be long bouts in that one. And the game itself just runs long, I think. Uh, I think the big problem with me mm-hmm. was that it just sometimes has way too many tokens. Well, no, the big problem with you is what I found out is that you made up your own values to the money system. Is that what I did? Yes, yes, the- you oh. did. Oh, no, they told me all about it. Yes, you did. So That's the idea is lie. they um to do counts. These are lies and slander. No, it's not. It's absolutely true. Um, lies and they, slander. They do <laughs> essentially a bronze, silver, and gold to count as one fives, tens. Apparently, Dan called them one threes and fives or something. So he was just, you were you were playing Monopoly money is what you were doing. I think I was, yeah. Yes. No, I, multiple of them told me, hey, the last time we played with Dan, this is what he did. Because they're all joking about it independently. <laughs> um, the, the, the other problem with the game is, it, it, like I said, it can run long. And the card design has gotten better in future expansion. But in the beginning, it wasn't always, always clear exactly what everything was doing. And there's a little bit of jumble there. What they did in this if a card has symbols on it, on the bottom, it tells you exactly what the card does. You don't have to really read the rest. You could just read that. If there's requirements, it kind of says that. It spells it out very nicely. And the actions are done simultaneously. So what happens is there's essentially five actions in the game. You are looking at like developing, constructing, research, um, harvesting resources, and getting cards. Essentially the actions. You have a stack of those five cards in front of you. And you decide what during the turn you want to do. So let's say I choose construction and you chose research. We flip them. Hey, they're the two we flipped. They're the only ones that were flipped. So those are the only two actions that occur. No other actions are done. Uh, And I necessarily shouldn't use the reaction, but essentially no other things are done. So that means in a four-player game like that first round, three of us all chose the same thing because it's a really useful thing to do. One person chose another. So we did two out of five things. We'll never do all five. One time we did do four out of five because we all chose separate stuff. But we do those actions simultaneously, those those things simultaneously, because there's no concern of my thing destroying yours. Like, oh, you're drawing cards? We just all draw cards. We're all drawing cards together because it's the draw card step because someone played draw cards. So it has, has good simplifications that speed the game up, I think. Uh, we played Acropolis, which is a great polyominoes game where you are building a city, Acropolis, with various rules and all. Um, and then we played, first we played Wingspan, because Franco has a copy and he has never played, so I taught them Wingspan. Which, for anyone who doesn't know, Wingspan is usually close to the top 10 board game within the top 20. And you are uh, essentially gathering birds to different uh, environments. This is the one he posted on our chat. Yes. Okay. Yeah, that's essentially what the game is. So it's a... I, I, I want to say worker placement, not entirely worker placement, but it fits the style that worker placements do because you have a set number of actions and you're playing bird cards by gathering resources and putting eggs on them and, and all of that. And I can go into further detail at another point, not doing it here. But we played some of that and then, like I said, grabbed some glue and headed out of my way. So I got plenty of models to assemble. 
I got plenty of stuff to do, and we'll see what I get to this week. I got to get some work stuff done, and when that's done, and work also includes Baldur's Gate. I'm now in Act 2. I will say nothing else, but I'm currently in Act 2, I don't know, maybe two game. hours in. I'm not what that did far you, in Act you, you did Bard, right? No. What did you do Wizard? No, I wanted to do Bard. No, I did uh, Dragonborn Sorcerer. Went silver, because, you know, you got to go with that sort of type, because I'm not going evil here. So when it's silver, chromatics, those sort of things. But yeah, I went sorcerer because I usually prefer sorcerers, hmm. um, which works I well did, for I, that. I think you need yeah. someone who's cast spells to be able to do yep. AOEs. I did. I did. This is my second playthrough. I'm mm-hmm. almost done with it again. I did Paladin, of course, the first playthrough because I wanted to try. It's weird to play Paladin tabletop and then play it video game. Very because they do the rules ex- correctly. No, well, I did Oathbreaker. I wanted to try Oathbreaker because I I tried to play Oathbreaker, but I never found the rules. And the Spence goes, yeah, there's rules about this. I'm like, oh. Yes. So I did Oathbreaker, which is really, really cool. Again, no spoilers. Mm. Well, Oathbreaker is not a spoiler. Well, no, um, no, we understand. Yeah, yeah. not going anywhere. Yeah, but like the type. ability to buff undead and stuff, that was really cool. Um, and then I did Barbarian the second time around because I heard <laughs> – this is not a spoiler, but just a, you can talk to all the animals. And I never really kept the talk no, to animal potions. No, you need to do that. You need to talk to the animals. They're great. Well, I didn't realize, because again, I, just, I never, I went the whole playthrough maybe talking to one or two animals. No, talk to all and the animals. And then I realized that barbarians have, you know, natively talked to animals as yeah. a passive. Yeah, speak with animals. So I tried an entire barbarian playthrough, and oh my God, what a different experience that was. <laughs> what an entirely new game it's just so like it just opened up a new entire pathway it was amazing if, if anyone plays and doesn't take program there are some classes that do it in the feet system there's a way to take feats from say druids that you can get taught to animals the other option is you can get potions buy them or brew them so i every single time after a long rest i i have or brew the potion for speak with animals and yep. then i could talk to them because they're great yep. But there's, there's the cats, just a, the, yeah. the cats are just absolutely phenomenally done in that. Game. Yeah, whoever voices the cats, just excellent, excellent job on that. There, I, I was laughing hilariously. There's, there's such a menagerie of animals, and they have such different personalities and styles, and the things they like and don't. And there's, I won't go into it, but there's at least one occasion I've seen so far, probably more than one, when it's like, no, nah, you're, you're definitely not the thing I think you are. There's definitely something wrong with you, and being yeah, able to no spoilers on yes. that. But that, but if you can't that talk was to one them, of the few you times. won't know. You got to uh-huh. be able to you talk. Remember to Rick them. and Morty when they had found the cat, and they uh, yeah. the cat they looked into his brain, and there was just like screaming horror and like PTSD. Yes. That's what that was, and I'm just like, <laughs> yes, they, they give you a lot in the game. Like I said, you can play a class that doesn't. There's ways to still do it, but it's something you want to do. You want to be able to talk to animals. Or at least have a companion that you take with you that does, because then you can run as them every now and then when you find animals and all. But the other reason I wrote I did barbarian, I'm not gonna lie, is because barbarians get um they get uh, extra weight uh, to carry. They they double their carry capacity. Sure. Uh, when you do aspect of the bear. Yeah, but you can just send is, it all back to camp. That's what I do. Uh huh. Uh huh. Or if you're like me and you hoard absolutely everything. No, I grab everything, but I send it back. And to camp. never use it. <laughs> no, you sell it all. You sell it to be able to get cool yeah. items. The um, only reason that game is fun. See, if I did it again, I wouldn't do Barbarian because that's someone in the party. I would want to do like a bard, yeah. someone that's not, that we don't naturally have. Oh, that's I switched my the classes. I, I, oh, no, I kept them with their main classes so far. I'm, I'm enjoying first, that. The first one I did, I did that. And the second time around, I was like, no, now you're this, now you're this. Because I wanted to fill the holes because now I'm a Barbarian. Yeah. No, that um, makes sense. Yeah. Or yeah. multi-class them. Like so far, I haven't multi-classed anyone. I'm going to. Because fighter and barbarian is a really good multi class together, 
some of those things. There's some other good options, but um, the level cap is 12, so I don't know if I'm going to get too crazy because I do want some of the later bonuses. Like my spellcasters on the multi-classing because I have enough bonuses anyway, and I want the high-level spells because you do start to need them. Yes, you do. Holy crap, do you? Yeah. Yes. Some some, some <laughs> stuff gets gets quite a bit. Maybe at some point when I'm through, we'll do a spoiler-related discussion. Um, and then That'd if people cool. haven't done it yet, they don't have to listen. But for people who have, then they can listen and see what kind of crazy things we got up to. All right. Who, add a stupid... Wait, yes, real quick. One last question. Yeah. Who did you romance? Uh, Shadowheart. Obviously. I you gotta, tried gotta to. Go with the, and... Gotta go with goth. Why not? So I tried to. And honestly, I went to Carlac both times and I felt great shame. You every time I got really shame. close to Shard, I, every time I got close to Shadowheart, Carlac just gave me the, Carlac was just Carlac. And okay. so, so did you hear why all the characters are, you know, so in into you all the time? No. So it was a coding error. <gasps> Apparently no. they, they set their dials too high. So there's going to be an update at some point where they turn that down, but it was set too high. That's why every character is like, hey, what's up? The first time you meet them. That was not intended to be that way. You were supposed to really have to work for it. But I'll tell you right now in the game, you don't have to. Just talk to people twice, and they're like, hey, you want to go hang out? So, Halson. Um, oh, God, Halson. Halson is just horny 24-7. See, he, hasn't, he hasn't talked to me at all like that, but I don't talk to him. I don't. I don't oh, you're talking. I, well, I've said a few things to him, but I purposely avoid the one option that sounds like I'm trying to hit on him. Yeah, no, no. It's So avoiding that now just He starts happen. off with it. You don't even have to do it. He'd be like, no, I he don't didn't like with you, me. and he's like, he didn't. No, I, don't think so. I don't know what it was with my character. I'm like, I don't even like you. And he's just like, mm, I like when you talk to me, Ralph. And I'm like, what the fuck? Paulson, <laughs> calm down. Jesus. No, I'm sure. <laughs> um, when, when we were talking about it, I think it was Lazelle who came to me first. My wife's like, nah, she Lizelle don't look good. Lizelle is, yes. Lizelle's she's like, don't go with that one. one. And, Heart, and then Shadowheart did. My wife's like, yeah, she's cute. Go for her. And I was like, all right. Uh, now, Car- Carla got me in my soul. That That's... that's <sighs> All right, um, so let's get into this. Like I said, none of that actually was spoiled because all the, they're all the people you you technically can actually not get some of the people, but there's always options to get them. So, and you want all your companions; they're fun, although you won't use half of them. So, we are going to start discussing some conquest uh, updates now. For this, whoop, sorry, I accidentally popped the screen there because I was trying to look to timestamp when we start. In actuality, we start in earnest about 14 minutes in. So we're going to start with the very, sh- I- I'll briefly just run through these really fast because overall in the game, their design was that they were going to do updates for three of the factions this particular time. And when I say updates, sizable updates, they were actually going to make some big changes. They did do some small stuff for some of the others. Now, because what you'll notice if you look today when they came out with this, if you looked through, you would have seen that every single army list actually did say it was released today. So essentially they all got updated. Some of the updates in the other armies are not actually new things. They're old things in red because normally they show red when it's something brand new. It's old stuff in red that they didn't change. But there is a few new things. Now, I might have missed something, but I did scroll through, look at the red, and I compared it to the old version of the app. So very, very quickly running through this. For Wadroon, the only change I found is that their Arcane Level 3, it used to be one auto-success, like uh, Old Dominion or some others. It's now the reroll two dice. So your Arcane Level 3 has changed what it does. Um, for Old Dominion, there's uh, two changes that I caught. Um, the first one may not be, I'm not 100% sure, 
um, is that the Fallen Divinity Pantheon level, or sorry, tier two for uh, Pantheon, Fallen Pantheon for Fallen Divinity, you get plus one attack in 10 inches. I believe that was the same, but they had it in red, and I don't have that change in front of me. I don't remember if that was at two or three, but now at two, you get that for sure. The other thing is the Apostate, which is an upgrade for things like Cultists. Um, the Hashashans, I think, get it as well, but I know the Cultists do. You also, we used to get Flank, you get that, but now you also get one power when the Command Stand is destroyed. So essentially, it counts some like some of our banners do. Um, for City States, the first thing they did is they clarified, and it makes sense, when the Command Stack is gone, but you got Strategic Stack, you draw the Strategic Stack. So you're not done just because you have a card left to the side. Um, they also clarified that the Promethean and the Festin, they get a free spell cast action rather than an additional. So the original wording was an additional. It's this, they get a free one. So it's it's more of a cleaning up of language than any form of change. Uh, for 100 Kingdoms, their uh, item that makes them focused, it can only be used on one spell instead of two. So it's reroll two dice. But you can't split it between spells if you happen to have the ability to cast more than one spell, yep. which is something that 100 Kingdoms, as well as a variety of others, can do. Dwag did that. Yeah, well. it was uh, one of the masteries. an Arcane Mastery, I should clarify. So their Arcane Mastery only lets them do that on one spell. So that's the other four factions. Those are the big changes for those four factions, or the only changes for those four factions. Like I said, there's some other stuff in red, but I compared it, and it was the same. I said, still a chance I missed something but I don't believe so. So what we're going to do now is we are going to spend some time discussing the changes for the other three factions, which are actually quite big. And if mm -hmm. this goes fast at the end, we can talk about some models too. Um, so we're going to start with spires. As a reminder, spires are weird aliens that uh, <laughs> essentially create their soldiers. Born. And they're like, you don't need a stomach. You're going to be alive for like tomorrow. So... Let's go through. So if anyone's watching, we're going to scroll through this, of course. If you're listening somewhere else and you can't watch it, we are going to mention where we are and the sorts of things we see. But as you scroll through, this is sort of the easiest way to catch it. And the first things that changes are army rules. Yep, page six, army rules. And, and now they told us most of these changes. Not all of them, but they told us a lot of the big changes. And these were ones that they showed us. So the first I one um, relates to essentially who your warlord is. So do you want to discuss this? Yes, absolutely. So, essentially, it's called Superior Creation. Um, this is for the Sovereign Lineage. They changed Oh, yeah. Sorry, I should yeah. have said this is for the Sovereign Lineage. Apologies. Mm -hmm. So, this is only for uh, a Lineage Highborn or a High Clone Executor. Yep. Um, and essentially, it's, I believe it's completely changed. But when yes. selecting regiments for... Yeah, it's completely reworked. When selecting regiments for Lineage Highborns, High Clone Executors, and uh, Mimetic Assassins Warbands, you increase that regiment's cost by five points per stand. If you do, increase that regiment's clash characteristic by plus one to a maximum of three. The maximum of three restriction on clash only applies during list building. So technically, if you charge, you can get a clash of four. Uh, yes. the inspiration um this is great i like this for plus it five used points to be clash and evade i think still good i i didn't really care about the evade honestly it's the clash is what i care about so fine <laughs> by me five points for an extra clash is great especially since most of your stuff hits on twos um which is not great um so uh, increasing so I, that i will say, okay. not necessarily twos for them as much or maybe it can i was playing against spires last week so i'm in a league right now 
We're playing at, we're now above 2,000 points. We're doing all kinds of weird points. But I was playing in one the other week. And I found that in general, they were like hitting on like fours very commonly with, with the charge. There were like threes going to fours and getting a lot of, uh, a lot of flurry. So being able to reroll their misses, they felt like they were getting quite a bit. Mm. Um, at least that, again, at least that's what I was finding. Maybe that's not always true, but for what I saw, that was something that was absolutely happening. So, um, what am I looking for? I know what I'm looking for. Um, do you want to talk about Ferromancer as well? Yeah, I'll talk about the Ferromancer. Uh, it's called the Unnumbered Menagerie. And while the warlord is on the battlefield, all force-grown drones, onslaught drones, brute drones, and strix regiments in the army gain the regeneration for draw event. Yes. So basically, whatever those are drawn, you get regeneration for, which again, is great. What was it the originally? Out of stupid they curiosity. Uh, oh, the original, <laughs> his original ability... See, that's the one thing. Um, they showed it there, but I don't have it in front of me. Because when you do browse faction, you don't see that, unfortunately. Huh. That's the one thing I can't actually see for sure. I so I don't you. I don't remember what his thing did. Um, I think it was a, was a special rule. Um, let me check one thing. It might be his special rule. Oh, actually, give me one second. Maybe it's that. Because if it is where I'm thinking, no, that just lists it there. I'm looking at Pharomancer. I think I looked mm -hmm. at Biomancer a second ago. Uh, yeah, I'm not entirely sure exactly what he used to do. I know they gave him this. I think before he worked just like in his own units, he had some stuff like that. But I, I don't know exactly what it was for him. That's fine. Yeah. So I, if it comes so cool. up to me, I'll let I'll know. So Regeneration 4 is neat. So. Yes. And these are these are... Model and in general, some of these sorts of things that they, they needed it. They it, it's it's rough for their survivability. What you find for spires is they want to win and early because they don't necessarily hold out as long. This is going to help them hold out longer. Also, another big thing to have is they don't actually have tons and tons of cleave in the army, so they get lots of attacks, lots of rerolls. They hit on pretty good numbers, those sort of things. But if you have armor, you get a good save against them. It was a very common thing that you saw. Um. Yeah, it might have been. No, it might have been on something else. We'll see. So let's see what else they changed. I think it was some of the points. Oh yeah. So Pharomancer. They did add an extra rule for the fire Pharomancer. His extra rule is induced le uh, uh, lethargy. Lethar lethargy. No, lethargy. Lethargy. It's pronounced lethargy. Lethargy. Yes, pronounced lethargy. Huh. Uh, it's in combat and out of combat action. You target an enemy regiment within 10 inches of this character stand, and they get minus one to their defenses until the end of the round. You'll also notice they started putting fluff in there as well. This is an army that overall, I think, in general, at least for the stuff out in plastic, or, or stuff out now, maybe when they get some of the other options, it'll get a little bit better, but considering the things that are out, they absolutely struggle with armor. So if you don't have any other action that you want to do with him, with your Pharomancer, in 10 inches, just minus one to their armor. That is actually very, very big. You already wanted Pharomancers for some of the things that they could do. This helps you get a lot better with those Pharomancers. Love the change. They showed that one, and people people were excited when they saw that. Um, the next actual change... I'm on like page 18 looking for others. I think it's points change is the big thing. Vanguard clones went down 10 points. They're 170 now. 
Vanguard clone infiltrators, I should say. Vanguard clones went down 10 as well. They went down to 150. So your Vanguards are cheaper. Um, Desolation drones. There should be a Wait, price. did you skip over mutations? No, that's not a change. It's in red. Oh, the it's or not a change. Four? No, or oh, death okay. four was what they did last time. Yeah. Oh, okay. That was something that was there. They just didn't update it. Desolation drones stayed at 170. That's not a change. But reprocessing agents is, if you want to look at that on page 22. That is new. Yes. The, is the additional stands on Super Curiosity change too, or no? There's still uh, let me check. Maybe that went down? Well, I'll read reprocessing statements while you do that. So No, additional agents... stands went up by 20. Ooh. Yeah, they're more. Ooh. Oh, sorry. Desolation is my apologies. They used to be 140. They're 170 now. And then it went up Ooh. by 60 points each. All right. So they are more the expensive. I apologize. And the resolve went up as well or down? Because um, the resolve is now three. Went up by one. The resolve is right, three now instead okay. of two. Okay, at the end of this regiment's barrage, after defense rolls have been made and any wounds have been allocated to the target enemy regiment, that enemy regiment suffers a minus one to its defense characteristic at the end of the round. Yep. Okay, that's they, neat. They gave this faction, at least in a couple spots, the main thing they needed, how to deal with armor. Yep. Yep. And you'll notice it doesn't say you have to actually wound them. It's just after it's all done. So essentially, you don't get the minus one until they're done. But you don't actually have to hurt them to get nice, it. Nice, because you might want to now activate them first. That's good. I like it. Yeah. They have barrage three twelve inches with armor piercing, deadly shot, torrential fire. So they can oh, the torrential be fire, I didn't even notice. Yes. Ooh, they the can absolutely be a good option to get some damage in early, weaken a unit, or at least even if you don't do tons of damage, because maybe they're good armor, minus one. Now you're you know, now your vanguards or one of your heavier hitters. Um, can go in, brute drones could go in, your center avatar can go in. You have a variety of options that can get in there and actually do some work for you. Because I, I went against some center avatar uh, and I found they're good on the charge and then they, they, they lose a lot of it after that. So this can give them ability to cut through later on. Uh, they listed avatar as 55. Yep, avatar five points less uh, okay. per stand. Additional stand, I should say. Not much of a change, Let's but that's something. Um, oh, the Leonine avatar seem to have changed a little bit. Did I miss them? What page are they on? Uh, page 24. Oh, their I defense and their them. evade. Oh, yeah. The Leonine. Okay. My apologies. I absolutely did miss those guys. For them, they... Watch it not change. Not, not, not change. They kept <laughs> <to> the same. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, some of these things are not actually changes. That's why we both didn't update our apps to look at this. Incarnate Sentinels went up by 20 points. Uh, Incarnate Sentinels are, are quite good with 5 attacks, 6 wounds. Their Clash went up as well. So they are more expensive, but they hit more consistently. And they're now 70 points of base instead of 15. Sorry, 55. So they went up 15 each. But that's not bad because they are Resolve 3, Defense 4. Like I said, 6 wounds. They got a good move. They have Impact Hits. They have Base Cleave on their five attacks each. And with the extra class, you were actually absolutely getting through people now. So I don't mind spending more for improving my hit. Desolation Beast. Did it change? Nope, it's Aura Death is eight. Aura Death they made in red, but I see so far no Aura Death changes actually occurred. And that's actually it. That is their changes. So two of their leaders got nice improved abilities. Some of their units went down, a few units went up, but any unit that went up got more rules. No one went up 
and didn't get a buff. So this is a faction that when they looked at it, they said this faction needs some things to help it get better. This wasn't a faction overperforming, which is one of the factions we're going to get to. So, uh, any other thoughts on them? Have you ever actually faced these guys? Uh, once, actually. Once? Just once. Okay. Um, it was an interesting matchup, um, mostly because he didn't roll that well, but also my Dragon Slayers. Um, I won the initiative, and my Dragon Slayers popped up right next to his Ant Boy. I forgot what the damn name is. It's called the Ant Boy. Ant um, Boy. The, the, the big monster that looks like an ant. You're not entirely wrong. It's an abomination, but you're not entirely wrong. It does kind of look like an ant. Yeah, I was going to say, it's basically an ant. I don't like it. and it's an ant, But honestly, the abomination's not really good anyway. I killed the abomination the other day with a wizard spellcasting and some, uh, some legionnaires smacking it. So my base's baseline of troops just hitting it and took it down. After it charged me, because it moves fast, it moves ten inches. It's very mobile. Oh, yeah, it's very fast. It's very good for getting to the backfield and hitting someone who's already weakened. But it doesn't stand up well when you think about its stat profile. Biggest thing because it's ten wounds. Yeah, it's resolve four. Yeah, it's defense three. Has no evade though. So if you can cleave through, it doesn't get saves. And ten wounds is pretty light. It's not expensive, but it can underperform. They did show their their um. The other monsters are going to get, like I said, maybe at the end we'll take a look the at the big pictures. Disco, that was such a great... And oh, that, that one has, cool. like, that's where their cleave is hiding. It's slow, but it's brut- five impact, brutal impact three. It's the Siegebreaker Behemoth. Sorry, it doesn't have cleave, it has brutal impact on all. Um, has smite, it has... So, um, when it hits you, you, during a clash, your defense is zero. That's what smite does. Yep. So, if you don't have evade, you just don't save. So, it, it, sorry, it didn't need Cleave because it has Smite instead. So it is absolutely a great monster. It's just a little slower because it's move six. But overall, like I said, great changes, um, nice improvements, and I look forward to seeing more of them. What I find, and this is my problem, when I play a game versus someone of this, I'm like, ooh, that faction is really cool. And I remind myself, I don't, I don't want to paint like another 100 miniatures. Yeah. So let me not do that. But I played them. I was yeah. like, ooh, these guys are actually fun. I really like their thing because they're very different. Their numbers alone, the fact that they have like good dice numbers, I liked. All right. Why don't we go to Nords because that's, I think, the next one I have. Yep. I have it next over time there. Anyway. Yep. Nords also got some good, good changes. Big changes, too. Like, yes. Completely new army rules kind of changes. They did. Yes. <laughs> Much like Spires, they got brand new army rule changes. So, and these one, they changed it quite a bit. So, two big rules. Uh, they said in, when they did their their discussion on this, they said, okay, Blood and I and Yar, it worked well. It's not a bad rule. The way it was before was absolutely fine. But the problem is, there's other things that they had, or it didn't feel like it portrayed the army for what they are well. They said when they talk about, we'll talk about um, ice, flesh, and blood in a second here. But they said the big thing with that is, here's this army that's main home. What it's known for is being up, you know, in the frozen north. And yet terrain is a problem for them. You wouldn't be able to survive in these environments if the terrain was as bad as it was for them. So, ice, flesh, and blood. Here's a brand new rule they have. Medium and heavy regiments from this army 
charging through pieces of hindering terrain can benefit from inspired rule. Keep in mind, normally when you're charging through hindering terrain, if more half or more go through the terrain, no inspired. So your medium and heavies can get it, not your lights. And they have good lights, but you're allowed to have it. In addition, all regiments in this army do not suffer penalties when at least half of their total stands are within water terrain. Furthermore, all regiments in this army suffer half wounds rounded up from zonal terrain special rules. So if you go through a terrain um, that is dangerous, that would hurt you, you take half the wounds. And water, you do not take the penalties when at least half of them are going through. Do you know off the top of your head what happens when you go through water? No idea, but there is a problem with this rule. Okay. But I'll let you finish with any other thoughts you have. Uh, you can talk about that because I want to... I've never played on a board that had water. My guess. I think we even have rivers. Oh, no, we, oh, do no, have we rivers. have rivers. We have plenty of rivers because we do. There's all kinds of historical stuff with rivers and all. There's plenty of rivers which we've never used it. My guess: one, we haven't bothered, or two, it does something really rough. So, what so, is the problem with the? Rule? Yeah. So we're going to talk about the dwarf changes later, which were all good. Except for the fact that all their spells got changed to zonal spells, which is fine. Uh, the only problem this now says is zonal that, terrain. Yep, the, all our stuff turns stuff into zonal terrain, uh, which is cool. Except uh, these guys are not affected by that. No, they are affected. <laughs> they just take half wounds. Yeah, which is uh. oh, <laughs> your spells were already a problem. The things they you had before were though. a big problem. I no, know. This is this is like the Custodes thing all over again. It's Wait, so the, we'll lead when you get to your spells, but your spells yeah. specifically say they make it zonal terrain? Yep. We'll okay. talk about the spells. Well, yeah, so it, that it, means it, if you're going against these guys, you can't rely upon your spell casting. Yeah. You got to be able to beat them other ways as well. There's nothing wrong with that. I think that's okay. You know, be be have strength in other ways than just in terms of your spells. Which, uh, let's face it, one of the problems before they had was that their strength was essentially just their spells. Ah, water. If a regiment has at least half its total stands rounding up within this piece of zonal terrain, it suffers minus one penalty to its clash to a minimum of one. Okay, so they don't care about terrain, essentially, really what it boils down to. They can have their inspired over hindering if they're medium or heavy. Uh, They don't take the clash penalties through water, and zonal terrain does half the damage. The other main rule they changed was Blood of the Ayanyar. For Blood of the Ayanyar, when an infantry or brute regiment in your army has any non-character wounded stands or is missing stands as a result of casualties, you get plus one to attack. Uh, Sorry, plus one attack characteristic, I should say. Just make sure that's clear. In addition, when a character stand in this army participates in a dual action and destroys an enemy character stand, the enemy regiment that the destroyed character stand was currently attached to immediately breaks if the regiment was already broken, it shatters. This is an mm-hmm. army with some very good character stands. You can absolutely get your Koeniger to have tons of attacks, and every two attacks that he succeeds on, you get an extra. I've I've seen this man get eight or nine successes. It's oh, absolutely well, yeah, nuts. And if he takes out your character stand, you're breaking, and if you're already broken, you're shattering, you're just gone. The That part is brand new. It makes sense. The whole idea is they're giant big heroes. They look up to these guys. But they removed the part where if you're over half 
of your stands essentially or half of your wounds if you're very injured it used to be that you got flurry they no longer give them flurry huh, they updated previously okay. that like certain things wouldn't get it but now they've removed the flurry but they gave you this that's a good change yeah i like that change a lot um you this is a faction that for sure is going to beef out its characters or at least the characters that want to be anywhere near combat those characters are nuts they can be and here's the thing if you refuse my challenge you're probably breaking and if you don't refuse it and I take you out, you're breaking. And the last thing you want to do is be in a position where you have to take my challenge because you've already broken. So you're probably just putting your character, no matter who it is, if they don't have bodyguard, you're putting your character out there because, it, you know, otherwise my next round, I'm just going to do it again to you unless you get to go before me and I'm going to stack the cards so that way hopefully you don't. Last one is Prophecy Fulfilled. Prophecy Fulfilled, um, when an enemy regiment is currently engaged with a friendly regiment, other non-monsters get plus two to the charge. No, no okay, so, yes, got it. Yeah, not your <laughs> monsters, cause, and they said that. They, they thought originally when they place-tested it, it was army-wide, and they said it's just too good. So the yeah, monsters not, get too much. Yeah, I agree with that wholeheartedly. <laughs> yeah. So they went from having one rule to now having three, and the one rule has some changes as well. Um, all right. Overall, pretty damn good changes, though. Oh, overall, honestly, I like everything that they changed. Keep that zonal thing in your mind, though, because I will. When, when we read yeah. that, we'll see. We'll see some someone wording to make sure that, that that's on the forums. And I just want to make sure. I'll double check it here on the podcast. Someone mentioned it though, and I was like, and it was. We were like, oh shit, that is that what they meant? Well, so it's a sort of thing, if they do intend it to change, they'll change yeah. it reasonably quick. They might give yeah. it a little bit just to see, like, is it a problem? But should it become a problem? They'll change it. They're they're honestly, they're very good about that sort of yeah, stuff. Yeah, I know. But it was just a really funny interaction. Because it's really cool, because, like, oh, yeah, now we're all zonal terrain. We can cast zonal terrain from, like, our, our sergeants and stuff. And then it's like, oh, neat. <laughs> it was a really neat interaction that might have been, but it's fine. We'll see. Yeah. All right. Um, do you want to go through the pro semi pro, sorry supremacy oh, change for the Jarl? Yes. So the Jarl now has surprise attack. Now, I don't have the old one. In front I of have me, the so old one wait. in front of me. Never mind then. Yep. So surprise attack. All friendly infantry regiments gain the opportunist special rule, as well as they add plus one to their attack characteristics when performing a clash action against the flank or rear of an enemy regiment. So all of that's the same so far. Oh, perfect. Furthermore, light regiments with a character stand currently attached to them can seize territory. Oh, that's so good. Please yep. say that's new. This is the uh, new part. Oh, that's so good. Light regiments with character stands currently attached to them can seize territory. This supremacy ability is always going to be active, uh, regardless of whether the character stand is currently on the battlefield or have been destroyed. Oh, so you always make scoring lights. Oh. As long oh, as you have a character in there. So it won't be tons of them, but you're yeah. probably not taking tons and tons of lights. And this is an army that takes a few of their lights. And let's keep in mind that this is also an army. So you can now score turn two. This is an army that absolutely can be on with their lights. Mediums maybe as well and all. But with their lights, they can be on as many objectives as you want really turn two. They've got a lot of flank. you got a lot of vanguard. If you take the right options, you can be where you want to be. So you can absolutely be scoring very early. I found before these guys had a thing of they scored early and then I was playing a little bit catch up and I, I think you might yep. be playing more catch up now. Their lights are really good. They, they, they cannot uh, underestimate their lights. 
Yeah, this is an army that tends to take a good amount of lights because of what they can do. So, the characters all stayed the same. Yeah, characters I don't think changed on these Big guys. change on a banner, but I want to see if it's actually a change. Because some of those sort of things, they didn't change. It's part of a trove find under banners. Oh, yeah, that's definitely a change. Because um, the one before was like two sentences. Uh, I'll read it. Yep. So, friendly regiments within 12 inches of this character stand may use this character stand resolve characteristic after all modifiers. That's Instead the of their own. Should the regiment this character stand is currently attached to is broken, a friendly regiment may not use this character stand's resolve characteristic. Furthermore, a broken regiment may not use this character stand's resolve characteristic as a result of raven messengers. Yes. So let's keep in mind that under current rules, that if you are broken, you can you don't use the highest resolve. You actually use the lowest. So what this does is that this used to be a workaround. If you had this banner then it said, hey, anyone in 12 gets to use his resolve. And if you're broken, this banner says you get to use his resolve. Clarifying this says, no, you don't supersede the rule of if you're broken, you don't get the character resolved. You're just taking the basically the units. That's what this does. So it comes in line with what you would think it should be. All right, let's see what else we got. Um, so let me check focused then. They're focused, I bet, might be the same sort of focus change. Because I know what it was before. Uh, was reroll two. Yet this just says you can only use it on one spell. Only do it once per spell casting action. So yeah, it's going to be the same for all of them. Yeah. Here's a weird one. Since spells, you might skip, you might skip this one. Was Hella's Caress always scal scaling? Uh, I didn't Volva? actually get the spells yet. So let's see about the Volva, mm. what she has. Hella's Caress. It was not scaling. Ah, okay. Okay. Yeah. So this is the one that you give an enemy regiment decay three. It makes sense if you're targeting with something like that. Probably should be scaling, but they did give it scaling. All right, let's see what else do we have. I know they got some some changes. Huskarls got untouchable, and you said untouchable was reroll sixes. Rerolling sixes on defense. defense. Yes, which you're only defense two, so you're going to need your defense two with no evade. So you're taking your defense, so at least you get some options at it. What's defense do with shields? Okay. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, so threes. A, a decent way to get to threes or still have twos if someone has a little bit of a little bit of a cleave there. Um, Alphanart are 200 points now instead of 210. These guys just came out. And their additional stands went down by five, so they're only 65. That's good. I did... I like the models. I like the look overall. I did not think they were quite worth their points. I'm not sure if they still are. They get lots and lots of attacks, which is great, but they don't have much else. So they have eight attacks. They're on Clash 2, Clash 3 if you charge. This is a unit that actually has ways to charge coming off the battlefield edge. Not that you'll get swings, but you're you're allowed to do that. Um, Actually, I'd have to look... Technically, in the rules, you have to be on the field first. But you're allowed to charge, essentially, the turn you come in with these guys. They have uh, lethal demise, but just they felt lackluster. Saving a little bit, maybe that's worth it. Maybe that helps make them feel a little bit better. Fenrir Beast Packs. What did they do to the Fenrir? They upped them by 10 points, but they are now terrifying. <laughs> yeah, they are. All right, it's, it, it's a bunch of wolves. So it makes sense. You're scared of a whole bunch of wolves wolves uh 
Gold, gold Tour went up 30 points. So, Which makes sense. They're brutal too. Impact 4, Lethal Demise. They are uh, they're pretty damn good. <laughs> yeah, again, with, with 8 attacks and things like that. Not yeah. tons of wounds. The big thing is they're not they're in a rough spot because with four wounds defense one with resolve two you look at them funny they're gone so they are good at what they do with their impact and they're fast move seven all of that the big thing though is they don't stick around if you don't get the hit in just remove the models from the board yeah pretty much so that's okay though well that stuff went down Yotnar, did they actually change the Yotnar? Siyotnar went up by 10 points. Although, I, I, um, the Siyotnar may perform a free volley action. He always had that. It used to say free additional. Oh. So they removed uh, the word additional. So that 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 is important in here. It, it makes more of a difference here than it did in a previous one. Because the previous ones weren't able to do normal spells and this just on the way their rules worked. Free means you have it. Free additional is what lets you double up. Were they always move seven and attacks thirteen as well? By the way, he was move seven. He was attacks thirteen. Yep. Right, so, so his his different is that they changed it to free instead of free additional volley. All right. Um, that just means free additional means that you could actually do it. Uh, um, if if I remember correctly by wording, free additional means you could actually do it again. The attack that's just free means you pick something else, but you are now allowed to do one. Uh, the mountain Jotnar went up by twenty points. He was one seventy. And he still is now one ninety. Yep, he's still seven. Okay, okay. He, I don't think he needed to go up, but okay. He, as uh, on the remember, he's a monster. Mountain, yeah, he was also a cheap monster for what he did. He he hit hard. He might have honestly just went up so you can remove a little bit of like the you know mountain mountain list or Jotnar lists where you just have tons yeah. and tons of Jotnars. I don't think the mountain was necessarily always a problem. He is good, don't get me wrong, but not not unkillable. Compared to some of the other monsters, I don't know if he needed to go up, but maybe. Uh, Ice Jotnar went up by 10 points, and again, he has a free spellcasting instead of free additional spellcasting. And did the attacks go up, or did they stay the same? Because the He was 14? Right. No, he's at 14. All right, got it. I think that's it. Yeah. And when you compare them to some of the mountains compared to the other ones, the other ones are better, but they are quite a bit more. So I don't know if he needed to go up. Yeah, so that is it for Nords. My Nords I have to build still. I'm working on them. But I'm excited by these changes. I think additional base army rules are great. I think the army rules they get them are both very fluffy. Not caring nearly as much about terrain when you're supposed to live in the world's like harshest, worst, worst environments is very fitting. I think it means that when you play the normal terrain game, that you now can kind of walk over things that before would have robbed you of a lot of what you want. So I think all that's really great. Uh, Blood of the Ahinyar, I absolutely love the change. It means you want to lean into some of your more killy characters, and that's very fitting. And getting extra on charges when you have other units in there, yeah, you are ganging up. That's very raider-style attack and 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 process so I, I absolutely love that the other changes and points everything's pretty good N- nothing was too drastic and everything they showed us felt good um your list depending on what it was probably didn't have to change and to me that's good that means if you wanted to play the list you can but if you want to change it you could 
you didn't suddenly get to a point where in like say in 40k where you might have looked at your list and said oh my list is all gone i'm not illegally allowed to play it or oh my list by points went down so much i gotta add tons more stuff in like we saw in the most recent 40k updates for some <laughs> factions yeah so like uh votan you're bringing whole extra units when we talked about that Just so where other other ones like nah some of the other ones i'm losing units so all right tell us then I about gotcha. your angry dwarf and I babies love, i love these changes except for one of them uh, act two of them kind of rubbed me the wrong way but honestly i love these changes Mostly because they added stuff that I really want to take now. And they so needed changes. Let's be honest. Yes, Everyone they said needed changes. People did. didn't like to play against Dweg because of the things that they did. It and it was fun. literally just the spell casting. Because the rest of the models were fine. It was literally well, just... Well, no, getting can... to defense five, which they removed, I think is absolutely vital as well. True. Because you would but... feel sometimes, if you didn't have cleave, you would feel like, why am I even bother swinging? I know I can't hurt you. On Very fours, true. now at least I'm getting, I have options to get things through. For me, it was the spell casting that I think was the needed the biggest change. It did. Because the fact that I can absolutely decimate units with one dude was a little bit much. But yes. um, let's go over these changes. A little much. So Way too much. Uh, they didn't change any of the army rules or anything. So those are all the same. No. So big ones were the supremacy, which let's do this. First of all, the Ardent Carwell, which I don't use, but I know someone who does. So I don't actually know what they changed, but let's see. For the duration of the battle, all friendly command stands add plus two to their attack characteristic. Uh, the supremacy ability is always going to be active, blah, 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 blah. That's the same wording. In addition, once per battle, the Ardent Carwell can activate the supremacy ability. All friendly regiments add plus two to their charge distance when they charge enemy regiment that is within range of an objective zone. I'm assuming that's the new part. Yeah, so what it used to be was for the whole battle, your march on your first march was one further. That was the old hmm. ability. So you constantly could move further. This gives you a benefit to charge if someone's near an objective. Only in range of an objective. Well, remember, all your missions are objective-based. Objectives True. win you games. Overall, plus two when you're trying to charge, when you're actually trying to get in. Better than that's plus one. But, uh, you know, it's a horizontal bug in my it's, opinion. It's, it's, it's harder for you to get to the objective, but easier to get to the people get onto the objective that when you someone's want. on there. Exactly. Yeah, no, I, I think right. that's a that's a good side shift that slows you down a little bit. So you really have it's, to be like playing for what you it's need. It's a horizontal buff. That's what I call it. Yeah. It's a horizontal buff, which is fine. Uh, Tempered Sorcerer didn't change. Still can cast two spells. Tempered Steel Shaper. This is pretty interesting. I think this is all new too. Yes, uh, his supremacy is entirely different. Oh, this is great then. Okay, this guy, too bad the model looks up so bad. I hate this model so This is the one with the weird shoes. Yes, and the okay. weird, yep, you know him. Yeah, yep. he's the weird shoe, dude. For the duration of the battle, each time a regiment or character stand in this army spends an elemental potency marker, um, which, for those who don't know, I'm just going to kind of recap and go up. Yep. Elemental potency is anytime someone has a spell cast in action, you gain an elemental potency marker in the pool. And then you can use that to pass before you, now it's before you roll, that was an old change, uh, but before you roll, you can use this to pass a defense roll, a... Um, a resolve roll, so on and so forth. Basically, you use it as a free pass, mm. essentially. And it's only for the person that uses it or within eight inches of the person that has that potency marker. And you can only have five mark. You can only uh, use up to five markers. So back down. Um, anyway, <laughs> anytime, um, each time a regiment uh, spends an element, elemental potency marker, the regiment or character stand heals one wound for each elemental potency marker spent to a maximum of three wounds. The heal is applied cumulatively rather than separately. 
Um, so, for example, should a regiment spend two elemental potency markers, they will heal two wounds instead of healing one and then another one. Hmm. Um, correct me if I'm wrong. When you heal a regiment, yes, you need to heal the full amount half. of wounds half. If you heal half or more, you get a stand back. So this is Dragon Slayer bait right here, because Dragon Slayers are six wounds. So this is this is really really good. Now this is really powerful. Yes. I like this. Um, it makes me want to take the Temper Steel Shaper, if not for the fact that it looks absolutely awful. <laughs> yeah, that's why they specify that you do it at once rather than one after another. Because if you do it one after another, you can never get a stand back because you'll exactly. never heal enough. Now you can actually potentially get a four or six wound stand back. And what's depending really on really cool is that the Temper Steel Shaper is not an offensive spellcaster; he's a defensive spellcaster. Hmm. So by turn, if he's your warlord and you're casting two spells a turn, by turn two you can actually start healing. Um, start healing up uh, stands within eight inches or within yourself if you want. So that's really cool. That's that's really powerful, really good. Makes me want to change my tempered sorcerer as the warlord. Which brings me to the hold raw. So the hold raw. I don't think anyone one, one more the hold one raw. more question about oh. the steel shaper. So it's, when you spend the elemental potency marker, you heal. So you have to be able to spend it first. So that means your opponent has to be doing something. Can you spend them on offense and anywhere is it all defensive things? Uh, I'll read it again. I think it's all defensive. Give me a second here. Yeah. It's a uh, single defense clash, morale test die, um, and it counts successfully. Yeah. So it's it's a success. Uh, defense, clash, or morale. So clash. Okay. So there is an offensive thing. Because I'm just yeah. thinking, it is a good rule. I do like it. But your opponent has to have hurt you first and have to be trying to hurt you again. No, no, it's there is at least well. one offensive yeah. way to use it because sometimes that's what you're going to want. It won't help till after the fact, but you don't want it to be that I have to use it on my defense because you might do enough wounds to me that's not going to matter. Exactly. So, okay. And this clash. And then the whole draw, which no one ever took as a warlord. People took as a leader, but not as a warlord because his warlord really kind of sucked. But now now during army list building the nemnancer apprentice may be purchased for free of cost now real quick you only ever have one nemnancer apprentice anyway you cannot have more than one nemnancer apprentice in the army unless right. they change that can we just scroll down real quick what well, does sure say the so i would say no you could probably sell yeah one per army um and usually there let me see here i'm just scroll to a real quick dude nemnancer okay no apparently yeah, who Hello? takes them Squads do. Hello? <laughs> are you sure they do? Yeah. Where the hell are the Nemnancers? Am I stupid? It's your army. No, I did. Like, Holtanes take the Nemnancers. Where the hell? Dragon Slayers, Holtanes. I'm feeling stupid right now, Dave. I'm feeling real dumb. Where the hell? Is it now just the. No, that's not. Give me a second. I'm going to command at this because that's going to drive me actually up the wall. All right. Sorry about that. I thought I had uh, control F on what I was showing. I controlled F in OBS. So it did some weird stuff with the screen. Okay. So who takes them? Uh, the so it, they basically, I could have swore it used to be a unit upgrade, but now under hold raw, like the actual unit entry, yeah. it says if your army includes at least one hold raw, you can uh, add one menacer apprentice. Uh, to any other regiment could take uh, for 25 points. Um, that was what it was before. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I swear to God, I thought it was a, a, a an upgrade. No, huh. you had you had the whole rod to be able to do that. Huh. But Weird. It, essentially, this does the same. You just get it for free now. No, and a little bit free. extra, yeah. 
Um, but now you also, in addition, when a medium or heavy regiment that has this character stand currently attached is in range of an objective zone, it always counts as seizing the objective zone. So, so when you have the Nemancer, the they are the ones who are seizing it. So they get the objectives. Essentially, you have uh, a, 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 your objective secured. That's yes, pretty damn good. Yeah, you 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 don't lose the objective space until you lose the Nemancer. You can be out. You can have someone can have more there, and yeah, you still really take good. it. And remember, yep. the Nemancer is the one who basically can uh, make you uh, not refuse a challenge. So that's pretty neat as well. Yeah. Um, this stuff. This this goes well into the fact that you have ways to get like pluses on. Uh, oh, that's sorry. That's that has to be your other warlord though. So you don't you can't yeah. put those together, which is good. But all right, what else do we have for changes? All right, so let's go down the Ardent Carwa. I think he got reduced to movement six, or maybe he increased the movement six. I don't know. All right, this uh, see this being your army, I thought you actually. I don't use the Ardent Carwa no, at same. all. I don't use Ardenkar. I don't even own Ardenkawa. Okay. All right, good. Let's scroll down. Tempered Sorcerer didn't change. Tempered Steel Shaper changed to 100 points. Up 15. Yep. Oh, up 15. Up 15. I thought he got reduced. No. No, he went up. No, they talked about he needed to go up, yeah, for what they did to him. No other change. Now, wait, real quick. Did this not turn red? It's The only thing that's red is his points. That's it. Huh. I've never noticed he had indifferent towards life. Weird. Uh, those are <laughs> options of relics. Yeah, it's weird. I didn't never notice that. <laughs> but he's cool now. It just looks bad. Hold raw. I think he definitely went down to resolve four. He used to resolve five. Yes. That one I can tell you because I used the whole raw. Which is good. Um, resolve five is ridiculous. We don't need that in the game. He, he was, he's a dwarf character. It's, he's a dwarf it, It's not fun for the game, and it absolutely <laughs> leads to situations where why would you want to play against it? Because mm -hmm. once you have all the pluses, that means they're essentially never failing except on sixes. That's just not fun. Until we have to is now 40 points. Um, probably it still should be 40 points. I forgot what it was before. Never really used this one. But regiments... Uh, and this, this is a banner, which is what you didn't say. Yes. It's a banner. Oh, apologies. It's a banner. It used to be 30 points, so it went up by 10. But now uh, regiments with this character stand currently attached to gain the hardened one special rule if at least half of the stands are in range of an objective zone. Um, if I remember correctly, the old one, because I used to take this, uh, the old one was... It's Bastion. You have to be in a zonal... A Bastion, but I think you have to be in a zonal. Or is it, it still has half the stand... Half the within an objective zone. zone. Okay. Yeah. But it used, to be, it used to be Bastion, which no longer exists. Yes. Yeah. So, uh, and let's clarify that. The big change in all Dwayne home is that they have no more bastion bastion still exists in the game for everyone else but Dwayne home don't get bastion anymore Dwayne home somewhat across the board where they used to have bastion essentially got hardened what they said they wanted is they wanted to remove defense fives they didn't want that to be a thing you could get to in the game or at least in general can't get to it and Dweg had multiple ways to kind of get defense fives oh yeah multiple ways and like i said it's a feel bad because that means if i don't have cleave or brutal impact when I'm doing impact or anything like that. That means I'm really realistic. I'm not even hurting Hurt, you. Even hurting. if I have a bunch of rules, I'm getting flurry, tons and tons of hits. I'm probably not doing much. So they wanted to cap defenses across the board pretty much at four. So to make up for it, they're getting hardened. So if you had cleave, maybe a little less effective, but everyone now at least gets a shot of hurting these guys. All right. All right. So the crown of <clears throat> Ushkelod? 
Ushkalot. Uh, yeah. Ushkalot. Okay, um, the infantry regiment character stand currently attached to gains the burnout draw event, which if I, I never use this. They had, they had that before. It just yeah. mentions that it's infantry. That's before it I didn't thought. say okay. the word infantry. Although what's weird is I don't think you can attach this to anyone that's not infantry. Maybe not, but they might have just clarified uh, it to make uh, sure. Oh, I guess easy. maybe if you uh if you had like a raw on top of a Drake or a tempered sorcerer on top of mm, a Drake. Yeah. There we go. There, so now there, yeah, that's why it's to stop why that. Did you give your Drake burnout is beyond me, but they're just sure. <laughs> they're, they're just making sure it fits. Yeah, what you making want. sure. Um, steel enhancements absolutely changed because I loved steel enhancements. Now you get hardened three, which is awesome. Which you used to get. Uh, don't tell me remember. you love it, and then you can't tell me what it did. Can't remember. I remember it was great. It wasn't Bastion. I think it was just hardened two. It was hardened. It was hardened plus three. Oh, plus three. That's why. Three. So, so in other words, now capture at three. You can't stack it with the hardened you might have on exactly. your unit anyway. That's the reason why. Um, I'm surprised. Cathonic flame did not change. Uh, so am I. Maybe they thought the rest of this was enough. Yeah, that's what I thought was going to change. But okay, whatever. Cathonic flame for those people who don't know is resolve successful resolve test when suffering wounds from this character stand, and this applies to spell casting. So, very surprised that didn't change. Other than that, I think we're done with that, and we go down to Masteries. So yep. they added the Mastery finally for the Warlord Ra to be on top of a um, a uh, on top of a Drake, an Ironclad Drake, so now he can ride it if he wants for 25 points. This yep. is very similar to the uh, other thing we have, which allows the Tempered Sorcerer to ride on top of a Drake. Yeah, or Wadroon have it. Anyone exactly. who has a giant monster, they just have just, a way to get on the monster. Yeah, this is just new because the Ra didn't have an ability to do this before. Now he does. Um, again, Arctic Karawa, so I don't know this one, but Flaming Oratory, this regiment, this character stand is currently attached to against the Tenacious Special Rule for 30 points. They used to get Bastion. Oh, uh, Tenacious. Yep, they they removed bad. Bastion. Oh, Tenacious isn't board. bad, though. Tenacious, I believe, is ignore the first um, failed defense rule. Yes. Which is still not bad. I like that a lot. No. Focused. Focus is the same change that everyone else got. Yep. You can reroll two failed spellcasting die rolls with four spellcasting action, but you can only do it on the first on one of the spellcasting actions. You can't do it on both. Yeah, you can't. Yeah, can't do it on both. Can't split it. Nothing like that. I'm wondering Just why they forced the Hellbringer Sorcerer to only choose School of Fire or School of Magma. I because I can't remember. It, it, I could, guess. It, it might. They are doing fluff changes as well, so it yeah. could be for a fluff That's reason that they wanted why. that to be. Okay, makes sense. The spells got completely redone. This and they needed to be. Their spells yes. were unfun. But here's, okay, so no, no, hold on, pause, pause. The spells that were unfun didn't really change, except for one of them, which was Flame Wall. But that one was already, you had to be close. I'm surprised they changed, well, we'll get to it. So, first of all, Coruscation, now is 14-inch range, uh, down from 16, I believe. Yeah. Um, see, I probably, it's like I play this army. Uh, Flame Wall did get completely changed. Now it's instead of inflicting two hits per succession, it's um, inflicting one hit per succession. Um, and if at least three hits successes are scored, target enemy regiment cannot gain the inspired special rule. Um, even, I think, there, as, as a result, the result of, the of charge, charge. the charge. Yeah. You don't get auto-inspired when you charge. Yep. They which is, still I think inspire, that's though. new. I believe yes, that's that is they, new. Yeah. Which is, I think, a nice change, in my opinion. The double hit was great. If you were targeting like minotaurs, it was too much. Absolutely decimate them. But if you were doing double hits on like a big regiment, it was like, okay, I'm in eight inches. I'm doing double hits, but it's not going to do much. Now I'm inflicting one hit and I don't, I prevent you from uh, getting inspired on the charge. That's pretty neat. 
So I yeah. like this change. I actually like this change because it, it removes less decimation from decimating smaller units, but it's more support if it hits the larger units. I don't know if that made any no, sense. No, it does. And, and let's face okay, it, okay. some of their spells needed to change because it was too much. Yeah. And we'll see there's other ways that they've altered it was funny things, not it, just the spells. The one though. that it was, I, every time I played this, two hit spells on large units did jack shit. Because you have to be within eight inches. So if you didn't decimate the unit, they were going to decimate you. Oh, but, but if you're already in combat, sorcerer, you can do it. You had to survive. Tempered Sorcerer, if he was in the whole things, means the raw wasn't in the whole things, which becomes a problem in, in and of itself. So you were usually in like a weaker unit. Now it's like, oh, I'm going to put him with archers because I can prevent you from being inspired. That is just a nice, again, nice side grade. Um, the Earth School kind of changed a lot. Let's see here. Roots of Stone. Um, I, weirdly enough, I don't think this changed because you still can't move charge. Oh, let's see. Target regiment that is not activated yet gains a plus two to defense, but cannot perform a march charge, reform, combat reform, or withdraw action until the end of the round. They specified remember- that it's one that has not activated yet. God. Okay. Because I'm just saying, I remember this from last time, but it's the not activated yet. Wait, then how? Oh, I guess you activate the sorcerer first to yes. target the unit. So essentially, okay. the reason why this is a good change is because before your regiment could have went, then you cast this, you have extra defense, and you've already taken your turn, so you don't care about the rest of it. Exactly. Well, no, you and essentially don't get a turn. It, it, plus two defense purposes. is nasty Yeah. on these guys. You can swing um, if you're already in combat. That's really what it does. Exactly. Rock shaping, I think it got reduced range, or it pro- no, probably increased to 10-inch. No, reduced. Oh, well, it lost four reduced. inches. It used to be 13 and it's now scaling where it wasn't oh. scaling before. But they added, if a Herald of Stone officer is currently present in the target regiment, then it also gains the Indomitable until the end of the round. And they changed what the uh, Herald of Stone officer does now, too. Um, so you gain Tenacious, and if he's in there, you gain Indomitable. What is Indomitable again? You gotta pull them. Indomitable was the one that you read. That was the reroll sixes. Was well, it? No, was it? No. no. No, Indomitable is treat one of the resolves as a success it's in the main rule book if you look Indomit- it up there it is and oh wait nope that's inside bloodlust indomitable when this regiment rolls a morale test treat one yeah. failed result as a success in addition regiments this rule have ignore the fear some special rule yeah furthermore when this regiment forms a combat reform or withdraw action it counts as having performed a clean reform or clean withdrawal respect yeah you auto pass those sort of things yeah you okay. get one it's tenacious but for a resolve with some nice. extra things related to resolve. So they get tenacious and they get tenacious to resolve, which yes. is nice. Um, magma school. Okay, so these needed to change, not because they were overpowered, but because no one took it because they were absolute garbage. Um, and I say that with all the love of my heart, but no one took magma school. Um, so let's see how they changed because this actually interested me. I didn't get to read all of these. So this will be kind of a fresh look. So eruption turned to eight inches. Down which by two. Is in red, down by two. Okay. Target piece of zonal or garrison terrain count as erupting until the end of the spellcaster's next activation. All stands currently within the target piece of zonal terrain suffer one hit with armor piercing one. These hits are treated as being inflicted. Uh, sorry, give me a second. As inflicted to the flank of the regiment, so you don't get shields on this. All stands currently occupying the target piece of the garrison suffer two hits with the armor pierce in one special rule. Okay, so if you're in zonal, you get one hit with armor piercing one. Uh, on the flank, obviously. And if you're in a garrison, you get two hits with armor piercing one. And you count as erupting, which yes. I gotta find that fucking rule. It, 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 would, it should be in this. should be is in this it? document. should be, yes. I'm the just other gonna check key really quick to notice the... there is the fact that it's 
it counts as the flank means when you take your resolves, you were hit in the flank, so you're re-rolling your successful yes. resolves from this. Which I think well. it hit in the flank originally. I'm not sure that actually changed. And also erupting is not in the rulebook, so no, it's just closest edge. Interesting. But since it was closest edge, that could mean it could have been the flank even when naturally it wouldn't have been by position. Um, so I looked through the document. There's no real explanation of what erupting is. And it's not in the main rulebook unless I typed it in erupting. So You might have typed it wrong. No, I, I typed it in right. Okay. Let's keep going. Maybe it explains it later, but I typed in erupting. So mag magmatic sep seep, sorry Jesus seep. Yeah. Um, nominate a point in the battlefield. This was a cool one. I remember this one. Nominate a point in the battlefield within range, even one beneath the regiment. The area within three inches of this marker uh, counts as a piece of erupting zonal terrain with the hindering terrain special rule. The terrain feature remains until the end of the round. Okay. All right. Again, no explanation what erupting is. Uh, inflicts five hits on the enemy regiment. This is for These pyro class, which lost two inches. Oh, yes. Power class. You have to say what the thing is that you're reading. Uh, I completely forgot. I was like, oh. Remember, people are listening. Five hits on the target enemy regiment. These hits have the armor piercing one special rule. This spell may target an enemy regiment within five inches of an erupting piece or a zonal or garrison piece, uh, regardless of the spell's range or the spellcaster's line of sight. These hits count as being inflicted to the flank of the regiment. So there we go. So you can cast um, eruption or magmatic seep. Um, within eight inches or ten inches, right? And then uh, you have yes. another magma school sorcerer, and they can basically cast pyroclast from that erupting zonal terrain. Mm. That's pretty neat. Um, kind of hard to pull off, but we'll see. It's it's but, but new. You don't, you don't we'll necessarily see. need to do both of those bonuses. Yeah. That what it was before it put decay on people and garrisons. Actually, and well, I was gonna say that. So you put magnetic seep out. Mm. within 10 inches right and it's just a marker and then you put it like around a house right let's say that someone behind a wall or behind a house you put magmatic seep out and then you pyroclast from that erupting zonal terrain because you can cast new spells yeah that's an option but uh, even with that um yeah it, or if someone else yeah if your other guy caused it as that or the, the question becomes how wrong something it counts as erupting until the end of spell casting. So like your eruption says until the end of your next turn, this thing counts as erupting. That's why it's useful. Erupting means that you can do this second part. That's all yes. it really means for the moment. There might be something added with some of the, maybe the units, but we'll see. It could be. So, uh, tempered plate. Oh, there's a tempered steel shaper. Hey, the really ugly dude. Tempered plate probably went down in range, and the regiment gains. It probably was bashed, now it's changed. Uh, the regiment gains the hardened plus one special rule until the end of the round to a maximum of two. Uh, so it went down by two inches. Yep. There. It was hardened plus one, and until the end of the round, the rest of that is the same, actually. The difference oh, so is the distance. Yeah, they didn't change the spell this time around. <laughs> That's funny. And Ardent Karwa did not have any changes. So now going to the units, Flame Berserkers are the same. Hold Ballistae, the Herald of Fire is now 25 points. All right. Which I believe is a new addition. I don't think you could you have taken the Herald of Oh, no, he was uh, 20 points before, I think. And Hold Ballistae? Yeah, uh... I think he was 20. All right, I'd have he to actually third. build a list. To he see wasn't points. third. Oh, that's fine. I don't think it was 30. Um, Herald of Fire, 25 points in the Fire Forged. 
Um, Herald of Fire, 25 points in the Hold Warriors is a theme here. Um, initiates are now attacks four, which might be a change. Were they attacks three before? That'd be interesting. Four initiates? Yeah. Let's take a look. Initiates were f- uh, three attacks. Three attacks? Okay, so they went up an attack. That's pretty cool. And yep. Wardens are now 190 points with move six. Yeah. Which, you have some th- Some of your stuff in general gained points. It, it became yeah. more expensive. So Wardens used to be 180, so it's 10 more points, but they did increase in speed by one. Okay, I'll take that. Actually, increasing in speed is actually really nice. Yes. Um, Dragon Slayers definitely went up because uh, I they are two, now 220. Yep, they're now 220, um, which is fine. Dragon Slayers are Dragon Slayers. They're no, really it, good. it needed to happen. It's, yeah. that's Whole things absolutely needed to go up. So this of 100. Dragon Slayers, eh. Holds lanes, absolutely. Because I think they went from they went 180 to 20. 200. Yep. Yeah, they're 180. Because yeah, I use these guys. Uh, Herald of Fire is also 30 points on these guys. Let's see here. Magma Forge stay the same. Stone Forged are now defense four because they used to be defense five. So they got rid of the defense five. Mm-hmm. How I know that is beyond me because I don't use Stone Forged. Inferno Automata went up points. They were say. 190. No, they went down 10. They're oh, they went down 10, but they lost movement and they lost Clash. Because they used to be move eight and they used to be clash three. Yes. Because I use these guys. Um, Steel Forged went down to defense four. Were they evade two? Don't tell me they were evade two. That's so No, stupid. they were always evade one. Okay, so it's red. I don't know why it's red, but no. They went down from defense five to defense four. It might have been an old change. There's an update. That's just funny. I'm looking at I'm like, what? Hellbringer Drake did not change. Ironclad Drake probably saw the most change because it's going to be a new model. So now they're 220 points. I so think extra they were by 10. Sp- I went up by 10. Interesting. Yeah, he went up by 10. Uh, he is one less attack, so he's at 12 attacks now. Three additional wounds at 17 wounds. And his defense went down by one to be defense three. Three, three. All right. But if I'm not mistaken, most of these monsters... Oh, no, the draw event is now gone where you get like Bastion or something. Yeah, you don't you get Bastion it. anymore. Your army yeah. doesn't have it. Ooh, all right, okay, okay. But you got more wounds and exactly everything else he does is really good. So you know he's still absolutely amazing. Um, This and uh, other big changes with the command models, I believe. So uh, Herald of Fire, which you saw went up either went to twenty five points. While this officer is present, the regiment adds plus one to its attack characteristics, which I'm pretty sure did not change. However. A tempered sorcerer's school of fire spells may target enemy regiment. This regiment is currently in contact with to be the target of these spells, regardless of spell range and spell cast line of sight, which is a freaking amazing. That is fan freaking tastic. Well, this um, is why it went up. <laughs> yeah, this is why went, I think he went up from 20 to 25. I'm yes, almost certain. In most cases. Um, which that's amazing. Herald of Fire, I usually never took Herald of Fire. I usually took Herald of Magma or the Herald of Stone. This is now, again, making me want more options, which is, that's a good thing. I now want to take a Herald of Fire because if I'm slinging fire spells, regardless of range or line of sight, I could just be targeting, <laughs> I could just be shooting stuff out of this dude's mouth, which I'll take. You know, that's pretty damn cool. Mm-hmm. Um, Herald of Magma, um, gains Horror of Death 2 special rule, which did not change. Ah, there it is. Okay. Mm-hmm. In addition, pieces of zonal garrison terrain. This regiment is currently within or currently occupied count as erupting. This regiment does not take hits as a result of a spell from the School of Magma cast from a friendly character stand. So this is that's where the link is. So you can toss a Herald of Magma in the unit. 
He's now Aura of Death 2 and the unit's Aura of Death 2, which is great. But now you can cast Herald of Magma spells from this dude. So uh, specifically, it was what, Pyroclast? Yeah, Pyroclast was, it, was did the one not that said line of sight. Yes. Um, yeah, so that's... And you can also target stuff around him and they don't take damage, which is great. Herald of Stone went from Bastion 1 to Hardened plus 1, which yep. I think is an excellent change. One, because you lost Bastion anyway, but instead of being Hardened one it's now hard in plus one which mm. that's good i like that that's good Yeah, to a max of two but two which i think only is really for the whole things because give me a second dragon slayers can take them anyway shut up dragon slayers where are the whole things at whole things were hard in one yes yeah. So now they can be hard in two um and the nuns apprentice didn't change but now he's free with the raw and i believe the last change which isn't really a change was the hellburgers actually know this draw Please that, check yeah. this for me no not even this see where it says the monster regiment rerolls defense rolls a six. Yeah, was that in the old one or no? I where would I look to know that? I have no idea. In, in under draw events at the very very end. Uh that's not. Oh, it wouldn't be in the arm. I oh, got it. Yeah, that's so the problem. Sure. When I'm looking, at it, I don't have that yeah, in front of me. I'm not sure if this is new. I don't remember ever my uh, Hellbringer Drake ever rerolling sixes natively defense dice. No, I don't remember you ever doing that. So this might just be a flat buff that now monster regiments reroll the defense roll of six and the you and what army that always happened anyway. So I think that reroll of six is just a flat buff, which is nice because they lost their defense four anyway. So we lost the oh, defense four. Um, it yeah. used to be Bastion plus one. And so, wait, the monster regiment gains Bastion plus one draw event and rerolls failed defense rolls of six. Ah, so so they removed the bastion. That's what they, they did. Removed the bastion. Yeah, okay. you had that. You had that before. Oops. Whoopsies. I. Woo <laughs> yeah. I. It's okay. I nerfed myself. It's not like I. You know what I mean? So it's better if you nerf yourself than play the wrong way and, and buff yourself. Um, but overall, I like these okay. changes. The only change I was icky on was the magma school. To be quite honest, because I wasn't really understanding why I take magma. Um. Putting a Herald of Magma in and making that him erupting is pretty neat then, like the, when he's on his zonal terrain. Mm. Um, still might not play with it. I'm still not I'm still not wowed by the Magma school at all. Um, I am, however, wowed by the Earth school. Earth school is really cool. Mm. Um, God damn it, they made the Tempered Sorcerer pretty cool, though. I don't want to use that goofy-looking dude. We've got tempered steel shaper, I should say. Yeah, steel shaper. Uh, it's so goofy. Wait, he's not have access to a retinue. Oh, yeah, that's fine. He's just so goofy looking. But he does make it so you you don't um, have resolve characteristic, which is really cool. I sh I swear to God, that was not in there before. I'm, I must be going insane. That's did possible. He always, did he have you? You pulled up the rule book. Oh no, you didn't have the rule book before. I didn't the have the rule book open now. I wish I, but you have the old, you have the old app, right? I have the old app. Check yeah. to see if he has a different towards life. The steel shaper. Yeah. The steel shaper. Just wow. What, me what, for what would it be? Uh, what is it? A special rule? It would be an, uh, it would be a relic. It'd be like option. To purchase okay, a relic. From him. Yeah. What type of relic do you know? It just says relic may purchase a single relic at the indicated points cost. It's not in red, but I swear to God, I never saw a different towards I life. Uh, I'm not seeing it now until we have to. No, it's just eyes. No, I'm not seeing a difference towards life. Did he have a resolve characteristic? That, that would even help even. Yeah, he's got resolve three. Yeah, so there we go. 
So that's completely new. So I'm going to backtrack a little bit. Sorry about this, because now I feel like we talked about it already. Because I completely skipped this, Dave, because I thought it's not in red. But this, I think, is completely new. Unless I'm going completely insane. Right? Yeah, not that I see. Under the temper. All right, so let me backtrack a little bit. Sorry for the timestamping, ladies and gents, because it's going to be timestamped weird. So going back to the Tempered Steel Shaper, yes, he went up in voids. He no longer has a resolve characteristic at all because now he has indifference towards lice. This character stand cannot be affected by enemy interference. Furthermore, this regiment this character stand is currently attached to does not become broken as a result of this character stand declining the duel. Finally, this character stand does not have a resolve characteristic and is always considered to have passed any morale or resolve characteristics. This character stand does not convert its resolve characteristics to the regiment they are currently attached to. So the, the, the regiment is not, still has a resolve, right? But this guy doesn't have a resolve. He ignores enemy interference. And if he declines a duel, you don't become broken. Which is weird because maybe it's red because it's a relic, right? May purchase a single relic at the indicated points cost. There's no points cost here. Is there a point? Scroll down real quick while I read critical field. Is there a point? Is there a relic that says indifferent towards life? No, no, it's not a relic. So then. I, no, no, they're, so, they're they're giving that he can get relics and his oh, base rules. I see. Those are base rules that rules, he did which not have. Weren't before. in there before. Yes. So okay, it so, should have been in red as well, just wasn't. Okay. So let me then critical field. When this character stand chooses the regiment they are currently attached to, or an enemy regiment they are currently engaged with as a target of a spell during spellcast in action, that spell is automatically successful. Stop your desk. I'm sorry. Is automatically successfully resolved as if it had scored the amount of sex required. That's <laughs> and and his inability to take a retinue is new as well. He used to be able to take retinues. Retinues, okay. Yes. So this tempered steel shaper actually got a lot of changes. Unfortunately, yeah. they just highlighted the name. I guess yeah. highlighting the name means look at it all, because there actually was quite a few changes for this guy. Um, but he can't take a retinue, which is... <laughs> he also oh he also gained evade. He had no evade before. Oh, hey, look at that. Oh, my God. Yeah, he actually made. So a ton of changes. I'm glad that we went back because it was driving me up the wall because I'm looking at this dude and I'm like, I swear to God, I saw him, didn't use him, and he kind of was, he looked ugly and he was kind of useless. Now, God damn, he's kind of cool, actually. Maybe they and knew he, he was an ugly model and they want to make sure people actually use him. Yeah. They got to make him better. Can't, can't have a retinue, though, which kind of does suck. I wish you could have a retinue. But you got other bonuses. Yeah, it's fine. He's not. He won't be my warlord, essentially. But um, damn, that automatically well, success. Is, the big thing with your warlord is his supremacy. Is to cast two spells. Which, you know, that's nothing wrong. Can with he that. cast both spells on a baton? When his character statues are they're currently attached to, and guys, as a target of spell during spell casting. Yeah, it doesn't say one. So technically, he can do hone blades, unmake armor, or temper plate for just free. Yes. Both of them. Yeah, you don't have to worry about rolling. That's <laughs> that's really cool, actually. Damn. And remember, the Steel Shaper is the one that when you have those elemental potencies, he's the one that lets you do the heals with it. Yeah. So there is reasons uh, to take him as your warlord. He's so cool now. God, he's such a looking model. Well, you got to get past I wonder that. If there's a, I wonder if... No, it's hard, dude. You know me. I collect uh, I've armies because they look hey. cool. If you really like something, if you want like the yeah. idea of what it does, you can run it and try it. Just call Listen, one of your other models for the I time being. I still don't have custodies tanks because I think they look like garbage. 
And I but still then, like the, the whole entire the bike. Remember the whole bike thing where yes. people bought like thirty bikes of the Forge World Agamatis, and I was like, absolutely not. It looks like garbage. Well, I will refuse to play something. It, it, maybe if so. The big if thing with that is you could literally just call one of your other models that guy when you're playing for fun, so you could. True, see what that's you think. A, probably what I'm going to end up doing, honestly. Yeah. But I want to check. I wonder if he's got like a, a founder model. What do they call founder models? Uh yeah, uh, uh found yeah founders day like a weird because I don't be, think like it, so because honestly I'll find they, his ass on eBay <laughs> they they showed the newest one for Nords and things like that they didn't do that for these guys yeah <laughs> oh man uh, nope okay well the Herald of Magma is so cool I love the new Herald of Magma so much. Um, damn. All right, whatever. I'll still probably use them. But yeah, I like these changes. These changes are great. Absolutely needed. And I'm not mad about them at all. And the magma thing that I was mad about, now I'm understanding a little bit more about what the magma is. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm not upset about these at all. I'm, I, this is a stark contrast from what GW did with their balance patch. Well, that's a discussion for another time. Yeah. <laughs> or now, if we have time, but um, yeah. I mean, so it's us if we decide we have time. We have gotten yeah. through, We've so we've gotten through all the changes. I said, overall, we're quite happy with it. Honestly, I have very few problems with the things that Parabellum does. The other thing I want yeah. to mention briefly, because I haven't updated the app, so I can't show this part. Have you seen the, up? The, well, no, you haven't updated the app and you didn't watch the thing. Yeah, I haven't updated it, yeah. So the other thing that they did is for running tournaments now, they added into the app a lot of functionality for it. So oh, that's so awesome. Yeah. So so where it sits right now, if I was registering people for it, I would probably still maybe use Longshanks just to be able to get like all the people together. But day of the tournament, you can put your list together, say in your app or printout. There's a QR code you can get for it. At the top, you can do QR codes essentially. Okay. With your QR code, what it knows for the moment is essentially is your list valid, things like that. But what it's going to know in the future is all of your list information, which means you get auto uploads of lists. And what you can do, if you're the TO, there's a spot, hey, make a tournament. Today, I'm making a tournament. Here's how many people. Oh, I got to register people in. Let me scan your QR code. Boom, you're in, the reg you're in the tournament. You're all set. And then from there, you can actually run your tournament. It has friendly fire first round you can set. So if you don't want people to play against particular people in first round, you can set it. So you went to a tournament with your best friend. You want to make sure you at least don't play round one. It, it has a lot of what you would want. It has what you would get from, like I said, from a Longshanks or a uh, uh what's the other one why can't i think of it the other big tournament software oh uh uh, uh best coast pairing uh, yeah it has yep. the same idea as best coast pairings what i would do because longshanks is for, i don't think you really have to pay for that what i would do is i would probably put it there to start if you're trying to like show people to come on in and then when they they are there i'd run it through that uh so they did quite a bit for their app they are doing more functionality as time goes on because some people were asking for various features and they said it might not have it now, but we know those features. We have our roadmap. We're not sharing all of it yet, but we have other things we want this app to do. So they are updating their app quite a bit. So I said, overall, I, I think everything they've done has been great. I think they're looking I, at the balance of I the game. I very little problems with Parabellum when they yeah. balance. Even the last time they balanced, I was like, this needed done. Yes. Right? They don't apply the, the heavy hammered approach. So no, it's usually, and especially like they said, there were seven factions. They, for all intents and purposes, updated three of them. And the reason they updated three is because they knew that there's a little, little bit too much if we do all this right now. They want to be able to focus down and say, hey, 
these three factions, we feel we have fixed them. Hopefully they're good. And then soon enough, we will get to the other ones. And then, like they said through this year, other things we're getting later this year, we're getting some different missions. They're doing levels of missions. Um, I, I forget all the details, but it's like tournament missions. And then there will be like essentially game missions, like game day style missions. And they might have the same name, but they will be a little bit different because essentially they're testing in one spot, putting them in the other. They're not worried about, you know, having one set of missions at all the time. They're going to start doing Living World again. They're going to start doing more narrative stuff. All of that in maybe about another month we should be getting some more indications of. So all that's coming, just not here yet. So um, I'm liking it. And the new models look great. And the new models look great. Yeah, so they showed us some stuff that will be out soon. And then they also showed us some things that will be out at some point. So for things coming out soon, now we're kind of going into the next piece here. They showed us for City States, they're getting the Eidolon, which is their giant brute. He leads the Inquisitors, which are brutes. Um, Satori Wait, where are these and Solani. Oh, there we go. Got it. Yep. Satori and Solani. So these are satyrs. So you have those. Tontor, people people are starting to get the Tontor. He's arriving on people's uh, doorsteps now. Tontor or the Drum Beast. I know one of our people in our local meta, he showed the picture from the, the shipping box. box for his. The massive, yeah. massive Can't box. Can't wait to see that. Um, they are doing a chieftain that goes on the Tontor, a sign of conquest that can go on it as well. And then the other piece they have is the deluxe hunting pack. So they're doing a fancier hunting pack. So those are things that are pre-order because they're coming out very soon. Do you have a link for the winter thing? That, no, I just have pictures. All right, that, so uh, let's we'll pause this for a second. We'll be right back. All right, uh, so we're back. We will pin this um, where you can find. This was actually on the Reddit we were able to find where people put the product catalog up. So it is visible. So we do have this here. And we are going to take a look at some of these models because, hey, we got a little bit of time. And the first one they open up is on the Tontor. Um, they've shown us... So the guy on top... This part might not be as interesting for someone who's just listening. If you're watching, we'll show it. But obviously, we'll talk our way through it. Um, it's a Brontosaurus. It's a Brontosaurus with a beard. <laughs> <It's> a <laughs> and there, there is a man standing on top, a Wadroon standing on top. And he is the appropriate size of Wadroon. That shows you how big this thing is. This just from its back to the ground, you'd probably have to take like four of those Wadroon models to make it three to four. So this thing is huge. It was very expensive, but it is an absolutely massive model. There is the drum beast as well. They are not a dual kit. It was too much for the kit to be able to make it a dual kit. So they actually are separate kits. Having said that, if I'm in your play group and you buy a Tontor and you want to call them a drum beast tomorrow, I don't care. You spend a bunch of money on the models, paint them up cool, call them whatever you want. It's all good with me. Um, I, I do like how you have those two ladies on the back of the drum beast blowing into the giant horns to make whatever sort of horrible sound this thing is supposed to do as it marches away wow. across the battlefield. <laughs> um. We have the other ones that we talked about, the Zion of Conquest for the Drum Beast, the Chieftain for the Tontor Rider, and the Deluxe Hunting Bedrock. Uh, I don't go for a lot of the Deluxe ones, but that's just me. It's cool looking, but I don't care. Um, we talked about the City States options, the Salani and the uh, Satori. 
which said they're satyrs. Yeah, the satyrs. They did. Um, they showed them, and then they talked about some. They're going to do some. They did update them a bit. We didn't. I don't know if we we caught this, but they did start doing some changes to those guys as well. But t- not talking quite as much about the units that aren't out yet. But we'll see those guys. I'm liking more and more city state stuff as they show it. I really do like and these guys. So weird part about the city states. I th- the Inquisitors are such a weird departure from what I thought city states would be. Like yes. these look straight out of like what I thought hell would be. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's sh- or even Old Dominion. I'll take Old Dominion on that. These are so weird. I love them. Don't get me wrong. Absolutely love them. But they are just insane. Or even like spires. Yeah, the, the, these guys, for anyone not looking, they're essentially like flesh and blood and bone and steel amalgamation. You know what they look like? Uh, oh my God, the 40K dudes. Uh, uh, not Death Cult. Um, what is this? Oh, they're, they're like God. giant flayed ones. Flayed? No, wait, no. To that's me, they're like moment. giant flayed ones. Yeah, but there's a there's an Imperium dude that, 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 um, that the Inquisitors take that when you act. Archoflagellants. Archoflagellants. I could see that as well, yeah. Yeah. And these now, they're guys brutes, are brutes, though. So these guys are big. Yeah, yeah saying, they're brutes. They're, there's a pack of three. And then that's why one of their characters, one of their potential leader models, is a brute as well. The Eidolon goes with them. He is a brute. Which is one of the few that we have. Most characters are all like. I, I do like that the background picture for the Eidolon is mm-hmm. straight up reminding me of like Mechanicum, old yes. school Mechanicum Magos. Well, City States kind of fits that. That's exactly what they are. Yeah, they are, they actually, are sort of about Mechanicum. It. Just they don't necessarily have the same sort of level of tech, although well, Mechanicum yeah. would make okay, exactly this the sort of thing. <laughs> yeah, they, but they got old stuff left over. Yeah. I was going to laugh and be like, neither does Mechanicum. They lobotomize when they need to. Yep. <laughs> City states are also going to get some cavalry. They're going to companion cavalry, yeah, and they're going to get Ipercross. Yeah, I'm absolutely amazing. Yeah. They do horses so well. Yes, they they do their horses very well. Uh, models, like I said, it's still in sculpt. Final product may vary, so they're still sculpting these guys, but they are going to be getting it. That means between all of this, whenever they get these horses, if they come out in the not too distant future, they're going to have most of their line as well. Now their line is short. But they're going to have most of it. Same way Old Dominion have most of their line. It's some of the older factions that are missing parts because they got extensions. So they got more and more stuff and they just don't have it all yet. Um, Hundred Kingdoms are oh, getting another are set of calf because they have a lot, a lot of calf. And they, these, talk about these guys. Yeah. Oh, just Order of Seal Temple. Uh, the helmets to me and the barding slash armor choices are what does it. And, and sort of the shield look because they, they have shield. a very particular look to them. The sword, I'm not too sold on. It's kind of weird looking, but honestly, these guys straight, straight, look straight out of Dark Souls. And honestly, I'm the, all for it. I don't know entirely if it's a sword. To me, it looks like a short lance. I don't know. I, I, so the problem the is... The way he's holding so, it is very lance-like. Exactly. He's holding it under his arm and back. I have a feeling it's actually but a lance. But here's the thing. If it's a lance, the guy in the middle, you would see the lance part protruding, Right. Maybe, Maybe it could just be hidden by the horse's head. Or True. Neck. I Which, mean, if I it's a know. sword, they hold it like a lance. So I think it's maybe a sword with a little bit more of a pommel. Yeah. Point is, A plus. Yeah. A plus on this nonsense. Great looking bits. Uh, Nords. Yeah. Nords are finally they're showing off. These some guys werewolves. look great too. These guys. I mean, they bit it out of the park with these guys. I, I'm not um, as sold on the the look of them as much, but that's just me. I, I'm very weird about why. monsters. I want to hear. So first of all, I want to hear why you don't um, like the look. I'm just not super sold on on sometimes on monsters, and that's just me personally. Okay. 
I don't care what faction you are. Anyone could do these werewolves. There's a very good chance I'd be a little meh. I think part of it is they don't look as wolf to me because their that, noses okay. seem too short. Their snouts are That's very short. That's exactly why I like them because they don't look like stereotypical European-esque wolves. They look like Nordic wolves. Um, if you look at like old school, I mean, you have, you can't look at it cause you got the screen. Being yeah. It just here. makes it tough. Cause trying to throw if everything you look at, at once. old Nordic depictions of like werewolves or Nordic mission of wolves. This is what they look like down okay. to the horned small ears, snout okay. small stout. This is not the European or the Americanized version of the werewolf. The heavy duty muscles on the top, the thick pads on the bottom. This okay. is straight out of this is straight out of like uh, Baba Yaga kind of shit. Um, okay, if it's more typical yeah. of what their mythos says they should be, then I'm happier with it. Yeah, that's I mean, I'm why still I like gonna get them. some because they're both cool and I like them in general. But and they look like they stack together well, which is always a good thing. Yeah, <laughs> they uh. They showed some artisan series. So the artisan series are essentially the premium resin kits. Usually nice kits, more money, but nice kits. They're doing Jarl. Uh, this particular Jarl has a long spear. Uh, looks like a woman, actually, to me. Yeah, it's a, it's a female Jarl. Yeah. Yep. And then uh, Lord Varger. So a leader model for your werewolves with a broken sword. As it should be. Yeah. Um, this Spires. Dude. Spires oh, get the Siegebreaker Behemoth. <sighs> I think this is great. This is what Spires should have looked like, in my opinion. And that's not me being mean. This is this this is creepy. I don't know if you notice this, Dave. Look at the chest area. Do you see the fucking hands yes. gripping the goddamn chest open? Yes. That that is that right there, next level disgusting. Love it. This would make me want to start Spires. This right I here agree. alone, this right here alone would make me want to start Spires immediately. Spire, Spires have the problem that they were one of the first factions in the game done. And they were actually done design-wise by other spots, put together by other spots and all that. So their original models are just kind of rough to work with and not very inspired in general, I find. But the newer stuff, when Parabellum really has the control, the newer things have looked a lot better. And this thing looks absolutely amazing. It's fucking fantastic. Absolutely. Um, I don't often paint models for fun, just like separate things, because I just I my backlog is is too many things. But if I was to do that, this is a model that I would want to do. One thousand percent. Yeah. Even like the goddamn neck sinews, just oh, oh, oh. Yeah. I'm drooling on this one. Yeah, this one's to see I mean he's he's a penis, he's he's a giant monster. So that's the big base size. I'm curious to see how tall he truly shows What's up. What's 18, uh, 18.1 centimeters. Yeah, they, they give us that. And, and uh, with uh, 22.3, you, you, you can't convert that, can you? No, it's more of I need, I'm much more 2.54 centimeters is an inch. It's not that. It's more of I don't understand what nine is. It's not nine inches. It's like seven inches. Um, I can't. That's all right. Yeah. Like, I see that, but yeah, I I want to see it in front of me. That's not the size of an Imperial Knight, isn't it? Hold on. You'd have to measure the Imperial Knight. I think the material. No, GW, I think. Doesn't GW list the goddamn size? They probably do, but I don't know what's on my head. Here we are. Imperial Knight (laughs) size. Go, Google, go. Um, Because Google should help me, right? He says Um, 16.5 centimeters, normal Knight. For height? How big is this guy? Yeah, 18.1. This guy's taller. 
This guy's taller than a knight. Okay, <laughs> yeah, I'm right so here. he's actually from, quite, from quite top big. of the base, including the base. Apologies. I measured him at 16.5, including the base, to the top flat of the carapace. Uh, same height as the exhaust pipes. 16.5 centimeters. So this dude's actually bigger than Imperial Knight. And that's his smallest dimension. His smallest Jesus dimension is his height. Christ, this he's guy's about massive. he's about as wide as he is along, not exact, but within a centimeter, so pretty close. But no, so this okay. guy's gonna be massive. That's great. Okay, that and he's that, gonna be in plastic, which is good. Sometimes they're giant Imperial models. Knight size. No, he's actually bigger. Okay. Yeah. Whoo! That's a and he's in plastic, thank God. All right, let's see what else we got. What else we got? Oh, yes. Dragome Ironclad Drake. So good about this. Now, here's the real question. Oh, no, it does come with the character. Because I noticed the character's dead on him. And I'm like, wait, but if I could get a Dweg Rider, why is he dead? And then I realized off to, like, the tiny side, oh, look, Drake Rider, there's a guy riding him. Yeah. um, With a fantastic mustache and beard. But this guy, love it. I love the banners. I love the throne. I love the fact that he has two heads. Um, just everything about this is awesome. Um, absolutely running this over the gun. I listen, do I love my gun, my gun hellbringer, Jake? Absolutely. Will I run this instead? Also, absolutely. He just yeah. looks so much oh, so cool. The, their newer models, designs, and sculpts have really stepped yeah. it up. And this model is a clear indication of them stepping it up. Yeah. I want to see what he looks like with the draw with the raw on top of him though. Yeah. But other than that, just fantastic model. Absolutely and then fantastic. One of the other things they mentioned is that there is going to be a City States Fanners exclusive, The Last Stand. You can see that there's a Minotaur. You can see that there's some people uh using spears against what looks to be a it's old Dominion. Sort, yeah, an old Dominion, probably Praetorian yeah. would be my guess. But it's shadowed out. We don't know exactly what it's going to look like. And apparently there's going to be 750 of them. And there's a holiday special. Yeah, there's... and it's how this special scenario pack. Yeah. Jolly and mean. So it is Santa Claus as well as... Um... The Grinch, essentially. Yeah. By, by look, since he's green, the Grinch. I was originally thinking... Um, uh, oh, what's his name? The anti Santa Claus guy is yes. what you're thinking. Oh, um, why can't I think of it? I've watched I watched the movie too. It's a stupid horror movie about him too. Yeah, yeah, it um, wasn't that stupid. I mean, okay, it was stupid, but I enjoy terrible horror movies. <laughs> you can enjoy stupid. I, I always do. Uh, yeah. What was it? Um, Velocipaster is a great movie. Oh God, it's no, a priest who's stop. also a Velociraptor. Oh my God, please. Um, this is the new two thousand point army, right? For the Wadroon on the next uh, page? When we go to that, yeah. So so yeah. they are going to give us some more information about this. Uh, yeah. So what they started doing is they started doing 2,000-point armies. Uh, essentially, it, it's it's sort of a one-click bundle like what GW did, although these do save you money. So they've done one for Wadroon. <laughs> um, don't get me wrong. They're not cheap. It's not cheap no, I just because love the fact that points. You, I just love the shade. That's all. That, that's what made me giggle. Because, <laughs> well, well it, it's true, though. The GW one. It is true. No, it at is true. At one point, they did. GW boxes save you money. So The, the fact, combat patrols, but not Forge the one World used to save you money. That, I mentioned this before when we talked about Mechanicum. Mechanicum used to have a box set that saved you resin. On resin models, it used to save you money. And it no longer does. Mm. Anyway. Um, this is a cool pack. Wouldn't buy it because it's Wadroon. Krampus. Honestly. It's a Krampus. That's what it was. Why Krampus, can't I think of Krampus? Yes. 
All right. Um, they've already done this. They did this, what, for Nords? Is and... the, so here's, so I, my next army, if I were to play it, would be either Greeks or Old Dominion, right? You have Greeks. I have Greeks. Yeah, so put them together and play them. Also, wow. give me the Nord half of those Greeks. Oh, that's right. I still got to buy that stupid box. I thought you bought um, it. No, I haven't. You know, I don't know. You know why? Because someone, because you, cause you failed me, me more every day. No, no, no. Why? No, no. You know how you left it in front of me during yes, the game? Yes, I literally so put I, it to I you. Finished, I finished playing that game, turned around to way to go buy it. It was missing. So I was like, wait, what the hell? Ernest probably so bought it because I know Ernest yep. got them. Okay. Yep. Literally while I was playing the game, I was laughing hilariously. Then talk to Rich, get another box, and then give me the noise. Yeah. Um, is this Old Dominion box? Is this like new or is this your uh, Let me Old go Dominion to the box. next thing. This is, uh oh, so the Nords, they have their... Blood Tide, they have one as well. And 100 Kingdoms, so they get their 2,000-point combination. And the Old Dominion is new. So they, they did have some ones before, but these are the new ones for other factions they've shown. So essentially, they're now doing essentially 2,000-point army boxes, where if oh, you just kind of want to get right in, you, they give you one of these. They even give you like the, the little kind of like list of what they do. Yes. That's neat. Yeah. Well, we don't, we don't have the price on these particular ones right now. They do tell you what's in there. So I'll say $250. Yeah. I'll, I'll say 250 No, no. Much more than oh, that. Oh, is there more? Yeah. You can look up the old ones. On their or website, the they have 300? the old ones. Uh, where do I have it? I'm screen sharing, so I got to look where I'm looking. Um, They showed the old ones. You can look it up. Give me one second. All right. So it's under new releases. We are looking for it. We have found it. Here it is. Those are all different prices anyway. So uh, to be honest, it wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be because they're all different prices. So yeah, all, it depends yeah, on the only, kit. Yours is only 400. Yes. Ours is a little bit cheaper. Um, it's five for the one for hundred kingdoms. We see the Nord one is a little bit over five. The prices actually, if you had watched this when they first showed this, they fluctuated a bunch. Because like they must just put in the wrong prices, but there is actually if you tally it up, I don't have a frame, but decent amount of savings because that ice Jotnar in uh, the Nord one, that's an expensive kit. If you just look so up there, here's the fun separately. fact: they do, they do, they do actually uh, price it for you. So oh, you if you click, click in it, so if you click I'm in on the hundred kingdoms one, and you scroll down, it'll say this pack contains right. Yeah, and those are all the prices. I mean, they don't do the final price for you, obviously, probably. Do they? Let me see. Read more. No, um, but if you want to add it all up right there, that's the price, and then you just compare it to the one at the top. So, like, I'm on Old Dominion. Oh, so, what they're showing me there is, I guess, that is the accurate price. Yes, and what they and like the, without the, savings, I suppose. So yeah. So here, hold this. on. Give me one minute. I'm doing Old Dominion right okay. now. So what? Is yeah, it? And I, I'm removing change. I'm not dealing with this 99 cents crap. Oh, do, are we doing straight forties then? Yes, I'm not dealing. Okay, so let's do forties. Take, right. take, take a right. buck fifty off the end if you need. Yeah, <laughs> please. Uh -huh. Okay, uh -huh. so like uh -huh. the um, the hundred kingdoms one separate would be six fifty the way they put it for five, so about one hundred fifty off. So that's actually quite a bit. I'm at least for theirs. Almost done. I started after him as well, just for anyone who's actually watching. Well, I also have a million things later. in Old Dominion. Yeah, I'm, I'm, All right, so <laughs> it is 530 okay. for uh, Fallen Legion, 399 Okay, so the savings are generally between 130 probably about 150 in that sort of range. 
Um, if you are looking to add an army, that is a good way to do it. Because you are saving a bunch. You are getting... For most of these, they're actually fairly good armies as well. They're not necessarily exactly what you would always go for. But they give you a good legal army. They actually, give you lots of options. to be quite honest, Dave, like, take a look at the Old Dominion. Because you play Old Dominion. Right, yep, let me take you a have your. I would want Bukefali in there. But that's me. But, but honestly, also you have your Varangian. So you have your Varangian. You've got the Cataphracti. You have the Bone Golems. You have the Kiris in there. The Zilliarch. Uh, the Zilliarch I probably wouldn't take. I know because, uh, is really, the Zilliarch is the one of the, the best killing characters Wait, is in the that, game. Is that the horse dude? No, that's the Stratigos. Who? Oh, that's who I was. Sorry. I was The Stratigos I probably would just drop. Or something else, no, but you honestly, the, no, you well, you need eh. their strategos because he's the one who takes the cataphracty. Oh, strategos are the only ones who take it. Damn, but no, the strategos actually is the best warlord, his really? ability is the best. Yeah, the strategos warlord ability. Um, for anyone who doesn't know what he does, one, he lets you get to tier four, which only him or the Zilliarch does. The Zilliarch's per supremacy ability is that once per game, his warband may do two clashes it per activation which is yep. useful but that's really going to be for ranking guard what the stratigos does is for one round count your power pool as one higher and everyone gets a free reform or combat reform that's really good yeah so i've used that before to reform to change facing so what i've done before is my cataphracty hit someone maybe take them down, I do a free reform, I'm now facing my next target and go at my next target. Or I run away, reform, and then go slam into someone. And counting the tier higher means in the turn when you're, say, getting near two, or and you need to be three, you need to always be inspired, or you really need to be at two because you need your memories of old to go off, do it that turn. I've dropped it some games very early just to be tier two for what I need to happen, or drop it later to get to that tier three part be always inspired for that turn when I'm already kind of stuck in combat. Um, overall, I like it. I understand why they did what they did. I haven't run my cares much, and my bone golems I've run a little bit less, but that's because I've been running a lot more Bekefli. But the Bekefli are also brand new, so I wasn't expecting that they would swap that in. It's still a very good box, though. Don't get me wrong. I, I do think that's a pretty good army. Um, from there, I'd probably get some more cataphracty and and kind of run maybe a little bit bigger of a squad. But that's me personally. Honestly, I'm big. I, you know me. I love big boy weapons. Yeah. The Varangian guard, absolutely. Like I don't Varangian know why. Varangian guard they, are very very good. Or I get just, a higher toast and then count him as the extra body. Yeah. Um, the Norse one. How's that one look? Let me pop this boy open. Get a mountain Jotnar. You get ice Jotnar. You got some Ugers. Uh, Koniger, you get a Volva, do you get, you get two boxes of Valkyries, which I like. I personally, I like Valkyries, not everyone does. One box of I like the way they look, again, I would run them because of the way they look, to be quite honest. You get Bloodied, you get Trolls. Overall, I like it, I haven't added up, but my guess is probably very similar in savings. The big thing is because that Ice Jotnar is a giant resin kit, so he's rather expensive. That's, you're probably getting, essentially, you're probably getting him for free, when it's all said and done. Um, and they, they always put in there the soft cover version of the rule book. I mean, I added that price in as well, but you know, so I have to. Um, they didn't put the, they didn't show the Wadroon one here. Do they have that somewhere else? Yeah, yeah. The Wadroon is in your releases. It's it's down. Where do you see that thing? Go to, I'm, so, looking all the, I'm looking at 17 new releases. 
and I got zero wadroons. I see it. I see the Hundred Kingdoms one. Maybe I just got to refresh the page. Oh, give me a so what's funny is I see it, no, I and see it. am I just going crazy? You probably are. No, uh, organized by price high to low. How about that? No. Is it sure it's not under pre-order? I swear to God. So you say let me, that. Let me get I rid of all times. Let me let me hold. On. Let me go to conquest. Go back to e shop. Pre-order. Boom. Got it. It's under pre-order. Dan's a liar. Oh, and you know why? Can see it. Hold on. Pause. Pause. It's because I have both of them up. Oh, I have well, pre-order no, do and use it. Yeah, I have new releases and pre-orders up at the same time. Oh, the release date is late September, so it's actually dropping pretty soon. So it's not my fault. I yeah. promise. Now, this one probably overall has the least amount of models, but that's because you get a bunch of dinosaurs. You get a brontosaurus. You get a fucking, you get a brontosaurus. Well, you get the brontosaurus, which is an expensive model. You the other expensive model, the Thunder Chieftain on on his triceratops, that is an artisan model as well. So that's an expensive model. And then you get a three pack of your uh, essentially triceratops, which are expensive models. So when you put it all together, you still do get a good value. Um, you are definitely going a lot more towards the monster aspect, which if I was going to run these guys, that's absolutely how I would do it. If I wanted to deal with Wadroon, this is absolutely what I would do. Because this army fits exactly the things that I like. It, it Essentially, it de-emphasizes more of the orc part and emphasizes the dinosaur part. And that's the part that I like in their army. The biggest problem is the Wadroon. They're so tough to get on their bases. They're so, so, so big. The Crimea oh. River. I played Dweg. I had to put their shields in the front that, of their... No, the, that's not a problem compared to what Wadroon go through. Hmm. That takes planning. Wadroon literally are too big for their bases. Their models don't stack together. But... All right, so why don't we close things out here because we've taken a look at a bunch of models. We looked at some pre-orders. Overall, I said we're just very happy with what these guys are doing and can't wait to see what they do for other factions in a little while when they show some other stuff. My only disappointment is that if that's the winter catalog, I got to wait till sometime next year to get the last few things that I need for my army. But that's okay. All right, so as always, we want to thank everyone who does listen to the show. Or watches it, because like I said, we put this out on YouTube as well. Especially for these episodes, you probably get a little bit more watching it. Um, especially the later half. If you tuned off for the later half, I understand. Um, if you were just listening. Uh, for reaching out to us, like I said, we do have our Discord server. I always put those links in. We have a Facebook page, which I've told Dan repeatedly to update, and I bet he hasn't. We have our email that you can always reach out through. It's trainkickersnj at gmail.com. We do have the NJ attached there, because trainkickers itself was already taken. Um, for other things. So for things coming out, like I said, I don't know how this one's going to be titled. We'll see. The other thing we have to figure out is what we want to do for episode 100. Now, we put out over 100 episodes because we haven't called them all episode numbers, but we are actually reaching episode 100, essentially two official episodes from now. And we have to figure out what we want to do for that. I don't know. Um, I don't want to just call it some standard episode of we talk about whatever topic comes up I, I i don't think that really works well but i haven't figured out exactly what we're going to do so we're going to do something probably when this is done we're going to discuss if anyone has suggestions you can put them down underneath the comments in youtube and tell us what you think we should do um do you have any particular ideas maybe while we're talking here no no okay. no no i'm too yeah. i'm too fried right now from the second week of school to like okay 
All right. Listen, I'm, we'll on, be doing I'm on power saver. I'm on power saver mode. Got it. <laughs> we'll be doing something special. I don't know what. We might try to also do it maybe as a live. I'd like to do something like that. We'll kind of see what we do, but we'll do something different. Um, all right. For other things to expect, I got busy and got playing a whole lot of Boulder Skate. So I'm still working on those MCP ones. I'm probably going to try and sit down while grading tomorrow to finish at least one of those battle reports, get that out. There's also some other things I want to record. I just have to see how my schedule kind of sits. So I'm hoping maybe Wednesday to be able to put all that out. You should be getting this most likely Wednesday, maybe even Tuesday, depending on what I do the rest of today. But if not, you'll get it Wednesday. You should get the MCP one by Friday because I will get that one done. And there's a few other things I want to work on. Uh, we'll see if I can get that out this week, though, because right now it is a little bit busy also with the start of school and all. Um, yeah, it's been it's been busy. Yeah. Well, it's I mean, the nicest that's way to put how it that. Goes. So I think that's all the announcements for the moment that I'm going to put out. So on behalf of everyone here at the show, then, has a good hobby and some great gaming.